Mike, turn your games down. Hi, welcome to another movie episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubbard, and who's with me tonight? They fly now. They fly now? They fly now. <laughs> uh, uh, the first one you heard is Peter Bingham Pankratz, well known as the author of the Fifth Civilization trilogy. And I'm Carrie Carusetta on Twitch and YouTube, K-E-R-O-S-E-T-A. And I'm Jody Bachwiel on Twitter, B-A-K-U-I-E-L. And welcome, guys. And we're here for a special occasion. Besides, they fly now. We are here for the <laughs> final movie of our Star Wars series. We are finally talking about Star Wars Rise of the Rise of Skywalker came out in 2019. I beginning of this year, we started with Phantom Menace, and I said that we were going to finish it because last year we did the original trilogy, and we are finally bringing you the end. Took us over a year <laughs> to go through all. It's been a. It feels like longer, especially <laughs> with these later some of the later ones. It, it oh. does. It does feel like it's been a long time. Like I've, you know, I've been podcasting with Mike for a while, but uh, feels like you know Peter and I have been doing these Star Wars things together so long. I'm like, what are we yeah. gonna? Is this the last time I'm gonna do something with Peter? Like, it's actually might sure have been the first episode I watched or listened to was you guys. Oh, <laughs> oh wow, was yeah. that a Star Wars one? <laughs> Star Wars is very popular in the world, so I, yeah. I, 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 I yeah. Um, yeah. All the TV shows that have come out in Disney Plus, well, I mean, all the live action ones. Yeah, we we started the first one that we did together. See, I'm tr- I'm going through. Actually, we did Mandalorian season one first. That was the first one. Yeah. Okay. Yes, we'll get together first. Mandalorian season four and the Mando movie. Yeah. And episode ten, which is oh, that's sure right, to, sure yeah. to come out at any moment within four to seven years. Uh, allegedly, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm. I'm excited for it. I'm a little burned out on Star Wars now for like how much Star Wars I've been watching. After <laughs> I think I'm done now after this, but yeah, no, I'm definitely upside. I'm excited when we do finally get more. Yeah, I, I think mean, it's, I'm, I'm excited for more Mandalorian for sure. I'm excited for Andor season two. Oh yeah, that that very much. God, Which March will still third, be. 2021 is our first Mandalorian, and our first movie was May 4, 2022, A New Hope. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it has wow. been, yeah, more than a year. I was going to say, well, as I was say, this is from 2019, the the last of our previous era before the new era began in our real lives. Yeah. I think for, yeah. many people, for many people, this is the last movie they saw before COVID. This was, was. This was the last one I saw before COVID, yeah. yeah. Same, same. Yeah. My son and I went and saw this in the theater and then COVID. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think I might have been too. I don't remember. For a but lot of people, it was it was either this or Sonic because Sonic came out like yeah. a week before lockdown. That's true. We, yeah, we we were gonna go see Sonic, and then we ended up you know not going. And Bloodshot came out right before COVID. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I still haven't movie. seen that. I want to see that. <laughs> I, I if you go to remember. a Walmart bin, they might have it for five dollars. I don't even remember what that is. Was that with Vin Diesel? <laughs> yes. It was Vin Diesel. Yeah, I like the comics. It's based on a comic. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it's a comic movie with Vin Diesel. It's like a Malibu comic or something. Uh, it's Valiant. Valiant. Okay. I totally forgot about that movie. Yeah, I totally forgot it existed until you said it. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, there was a movie about that with Vin Diesel. Or... I only know it because of the joke. Uh, one of the podcasts, listen to Comic Conspiracy. One of the guys, it was the last movie he went and saw. He saw it for the podcast. So they always talk about comic book movies and then the lockdown. <laughs> right <laughs> the so no one else saw it but him. So that's why it's always stuck with me. But that's not why we're here. <laughs> All right, yeah. That does fit yep. the timing of, of the movie. Oh, and Jody, you your first time coming on here for the Star Wars stuff. We we didn't yeah. think we were going to have any positive outlook, so we wanted to bring someone positive in case <laughs> to this episode. 
I am. Even though I'm not as positive as I once was on this movie, I am still overall a positive. So we'll see okay. how this goes. It's good. It's good. I will it's try good to be positive about stuff. Yeah. Right. It's better to love things than, than to hate them. And I, while I don't hate this movie, I will have plenty of things to say in a negative category. For this. I, I'm in the same. I try to like every I try to enjoy everything because it's just more fun to enjoy things. And uh, this one, this one, I don't hate it, but man, I, I don't like it. I, don't, I, I definitely, <laughs> definitely negative, definitely negative on it. I, I enjoyed it more this time than I did seeing it in the theater. This is actually this only the second time I've seen it. I saw it in the theater and then to, and I saw it today. I watched it. I finished it just like an hour ago. Yeah. Same. I, I watched it for the fourth time today. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Actually, it's possible I watched it once in the last like four years, but I don't remember if I did or five years. I know I did not. I watched it. I remember I saw it in theaters. I remember being, I remember like having tears of joy at the end of this movie, walking out theater, looking at my wife, go, that was amazing. And she just being like, yeah, okay. And she's a Star Wars fan. <laughs> and I hadn't seen the movie since. And let's just say when I finished this time, there were no tears. Well, maybe some <laughs> tears, but they weren't happy tears. But it, so, but yeah, that's my history of this movie. And I, I've been purposely waiting to watch this until we did this recording. And I've been right. planning this for like probably two years. So. So you held off. <laughs> yeah. And Peter, what about you? I had seen this when it came out, and then I saw it when it premiered on Disney+. Plus. I wanted to watch it to reevaluate it. So I've oh. seen it twice. This is my third time. But you know what? I had very little memory. I did not remember all the planets they went to. I was like, oh, yeah, there's that part. Oh, yeah. For some reason, oh. it's just it just washes over me, this particular movie. That's because the movie doesn't even bother to stop. Hey, look what planet. Ah, we don't got time for that. Next planet, next planet. Like, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, there is the lights the light speed skipping, which I thought was neat. It, yeah. It, it's, it doesn't make s- complete sense with what we know about Star Wars, but you no, know, it's fine. It actually fits with what we saw in, um, in, in this trilogy. Yeah. It's probably cl- the closest I've seen to it out of this trilogy is probably what they did with the castle run and solo. Yeah. Like close, not the same, but yeah. Well, I was similar. thinking of when they, they, when Han Solo light speeds them directly into the atmosphere of a star killer base and in, in a yeah. force awakens. It's like a similar idea to that because they're this like light yeah. speed skimming and just ending up in the middle of random planets. And it's like, but you could just if you did that, couldn't you just like land in like kill your? I mean, you would have died so easily. It's just pure luck. Yeah. Well, considering you didn't do any calculations like they're supposed to. Yeah. It's very, know. you know, I think that might be a J.J. Abrams thing because he I believe mm-hmm. they did that in the J.J. Abrams Star Trek where it's just like these ships. Yeah. aren't bound by any sort of rules. They can just go right into the planet. And it's like, okay. It's oh, and- still better than the Hondo maneuver. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Holdo <laughs> maneuver. The Holdo maneuver, yeah. yeah I, before I, I going do- far, farther, oh, I do want to say yeah. the plot of this movie. Sure. So the plot is, <laughs> oh, yeah, try, Last try. Jedi never happened. <laughs> Ray is a yeah. character. Finn, we forgot he exists. And Palpatine's back somehow, and the resistance is failing. Yep, there you go. There's a the plot. Palpatine's back. That's yeah, pa- Palpa- somehow, somehow Palpatine has returned. That, that That's literally a line. Somehow yeah. Palpatine has returned. I know, and I, I was like, wait, yep. that's your first draft, right? Like, isn't that how it should be? That's your first draft? And go, this is stupid. Ah, we'll fix it later. Not. I, I, I like the answer that the guy gave right after that. Well, you know, cloning dark Sith secrets. I'm like, how do you know about Sith and cloning? Yeah. Why would you know any of this? Also, in that same comment, when they talk about the cloning, they're like, well, it's something only Sith can do. I'm like, do not remember the Clone Wars, buddy. Like, yeah, God. Only the Sith thing? can clone or buy clones. Yeah. <laughs> the way... Apparently, we just didn't know it when the Army of the Republic was made. 
I mean, there's there's been all sorts of speculation about it, and my thought is, if the writers didn't give it as much thought, why am I going to be worried about it too much? <laughs> True. You no, know? I, I, I would love. I, I would love to speculate, but I, I know maybe it's not that worth it. I feel yeah. like J.J. Abrams in general, he's really he's really into just kind of the rule of cool. You know, like I'm going to make something yeah. really cool and don't think about it. Just it's cool, right? Like, wouldn't it be cool if Spock could watch? his, you know, like planet or his, like the star, like in his system implode, but see it, but not die from it because we want Spock to see it. That'd be really cool. Wouldn't it? I'd be careful what you wish for there, Harry. Right. Like I might, I might give you an excuse to rewatch that movie and talk about it. Oh, I'll, I'll talk about that. movie. (laughs) Wouldn't it it be cool if they, there was a lightsaber battle and a, and a, like a big death star piece in the middle of an ocean. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. you You know what? It is cool. Or the light tower battle that takes place both on and off a planet at the same time. Yes. And again, yeah, that again, it was so many things where I'm like, this is pretty cool. It's stupid, but it's pretty cool. (laughs) And that's that's how I felt. I felt about this one more so than the other than than the first one. Like Force Awakens didn't feel like it had things happening that don't make any sense just because they look cool as much as this one did. This this one, this one was just rushed. But it did look cool. It's the thing. There's a lot of really well, like, first of all, it was beautifully, like a lot of it looked really nice. The set design was really good. I liked when they're on the Star Destroyer, on Kylo Ren's Star Destroyer, and how they've got like this, the whole, like the the reflective black floor of the, of the landing bay for, you know, for whatever reason, they decided to make it reflective black and things. It, It looks really good. He's got some really good composited shots, you know? Of just like things look like it's it's well directed. It's a very well directed. I think it's poorly written, but it's well directed. Yeah, I will say for as a janitor, that floor is my nightmare. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I imagine. And I was I was noticing something. I was reading up on the movie, and I didn't realize. So originally, I, I forgot all about this. That Colin Trevorrow was supposed to direct it. Yeah, yeah. And then he left because of creative differences with Kathleen Kennedy. Which I assume he wanted to like out Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson, and just really go off the grid with it. And she's like, no, no, we're going back. We're going to make a traditional Star Wars movie. And he was like, well, fine. And he quit. But he still gets the story by credit. Him and his um, his his co-writer, Derek Connolly, have the story by credit on it. And I wonder how much of their original script remains. I, I think feel like hints of it there. Yeah, but I have a feeling like a lot of the things that are inconsistencies are things that were made like the rule of cool over that script. The original I, I script is out there. Uh, I actually oh, it, was it. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, it's out there. I ha- I'll I'll send you a link in this. Uh, a friend of mine who was on a different show, Trey from Nintendo Nintendo Main Podcast. Oh yeah, we did Force Unleashed two. There's a, he sent me a comic. Somebody made a fan made comic of what the script was. The movie that we never got. And oh, that I would be interested in reading because I'm like, I don't know if I have the patience to sit and read a Colin Trevorrow script because I think Colin Trevorrow is fucking terrible. I'm <laughs> sorry. Good. He made what he did made, he do? He made one good movie called Safety Not Guaranteed, which is a nice little indie film with um, what's his name from uh, Firefly? Nathan Fillion. Yeah, Nathan Fillion. So oh. it's a really good little indie film. And then he made the Jurassic World trilogy. Oh, oh first one went too bad. The first one's fine. <laughs> It was it's fine, not, but the other two fine. Good. I haven't the seen other, the third, but the second one went. The, yeah, neither. Exactly. I saw the, the first second one, one. I was like, I'm good. Yeah, the first one was what got him the job because that came out right when the Force Awakens, right before the Force Awakens yeah. came out. Yeah, so exactly. that got him. 
they thought he would be the next big thing. It was weird because he's like a weird story because he made this little indie movie. Yeah, that's real. It's good. It's a good indie movie. It's fun. It's it's you know Nathan is basically Nathan Fillion has put out like a his character has put out a an, a classified ad saying that he you know needed one person to go with me on a trip on my time machine. Safety not guaranteed. And it's based on like a viral like copy uh, creepy pasta, you know. Okay. And and anyway, and then so this like reporter comes, and then it's like, is he for real? Is he delusional? And it's a really nice, sweet little movie. It's it's very good. It looks like it was made on like a five hundred dollar budget, but it's it's good. And then somehow they're like, yeah, you're gonna do the the sequel to the Jurassic Park trilogy. And yeah, but anyway, I just wonder because like he, I don't know. But anyway, he also he had said like he wanted to film an out, uh, on location in outer space in space. <laughs> what? For this? I yeah. Heard, I heard that, but I didn't know that was for this movie. Yeah, I'm waiting for, for this movie. He wanted to film on location in space and then he quit shortly I, after that. One of these days a filmmaker is going to actually do that. There's always rumors that Tom Cruise is going to do that, but Yeah, I, I, I'm sure Tom Cruise already would have done that if he could. He, I mean, they just need to get space a SpaceX <laughs> rocket that can go up. Tom Cruise will buy in and do it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. This is how Tom Cruise dies. Is he, he <laughs> dies what a way to go, SpaceX though. Rocket. What a way to go. Well, he almost did in his last movie, didn't he? Yeah. Action for months. Yes. So yes. he's going to die in a movie. We know this. It'll be while he's running. So it'll be okay. maybe it'll be a Star Wars movie filmed in space. So. <laughs> well, I guess I was looking over the rewards this show won because it was nominated for a lot, but it only won cgi awards and sound awards one directing award and one saturn award which surprised me for best sci-fi film hmm. I, hmm. I don't know about that one were there no other sci-fi films in 2019 yeah, it won it <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know the saturn awards it won best sci-fi film and best direct the saturn awards in 2021 gave it best sci-fi yeah. film best director best music best makeup and best special effects I can agree. And won, won all those. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about the other two, but again, I don't know what was it up against. I have for... no idea what came out in twenty twenty one. Be honest. But it's got a twenty twenty one. It didn't come out twenty twenty one. It came out in twenty nineteen. Why is it winning the twenty twenty one Saturn Awards? Twenty twenty never happened. They must that have was been the year the world shut down. Yeah. Oh, and I guess it was late enough that it would be for the twenty. Yeah, because it was the twenty twenty. Yeah, but then it did. It did get nominated for three Oscars, but it didn't win any of them. Nothing. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it, it lost like visual effects to 1917. I looked it up. Yeah, which, well, it, yeah. Was, I don't yeah. know on 1917. World, that makes World sense. War One movie. World War One movie. That's, oh, okay. it's, it's uh It's made. It's shot to look like it's a one. It's all like one take. It's not actually. Oh, okay. I think I remember. It's actually that one the, the visual effects are a lot of the visual effects go into making it look like one take. So yeah, yeah it, it deserved okay. that. But I think it's funny because best original score, John Williams. Like, all right, <laughs> no. John Williams should not be allowed to win best original score for any Star Wars movie after the <laughs> after at least the original trilogy. <laughs> yeah, because it's the same damn music. <laughs> so much of it is. There's a little bit of change. Like I did notice some new music, but it's still yeah. the same bass. I know. I, I know. I when I was in high school, one of the I I, I bought the uh, Phantom Menace original score, and it's got you know it's got some good songs on it. You know, one of my yeah, some new stuff. There. Yeah. One of my biggest issues with this movie, or like one thing that I really that I kept thinking about. So when I saw this movie the first time, the fact like it it bothered me less because it had been two years since I saw Last Jedi. I didn't like Last mm-hmm. Jedi, so it was like right. a whole. But when you yeah. watched Last Jedi, like watched like two weeks ago, then you come into this. There's a lot of really jarring issues. They're like, remember Last Jedi? Nope, we don't want to either. Let's forget that movie happened. We'll take what we want, cherry pick it, and act like it didn't happen. 
Yeah, it felt mean-spirited. And, and yeah. the, the thing is, when I saw The Last Jedi the first time in the theater, I was like, you know what? I had a lot of problems with that, but I appreciate the big swings. But I mostly didn't like it. And then over time, I've come to like it, especially when we recorded the podcast. I ended up, I think I ended up at the end saying that I mostly liked it. Right? I think I right, kind of yeah. was like, yeah. I mostly like Peter was very persuasive in his arguments with it. But I remember back when this came out feeling like it felt mean. Yep. Like he like he was yeah. mad at Ryan Johnson and he's like, fuck your movie. And it and watching it, was, it this man. time, yeah, watching it. <laughs> Watching it this time after having just watched Rise of, uh, or Last Jedi like two or three weeks ago, it felt meaner. Like, oh no, it's like it's like clear. He just is like, forget that movie. I'm gonna pretend it didn't happen, except for the one important good thing in this whole trilogy that the second movie did, which is cont- really do a lot to build that relationship between Ben and Ray. Yeah. He kept that. Yeah, but so- the rest of it is like he just threw out threw in the garbage. I have a question on that part he kept particularly. Yeah. Because didn't in The Last Jedi, Snoke say he was the one that joined them together? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if he, Palpatine he, is... Yeah, okay, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, if no, no, Palpatine no. is also Snoke, because he said he created Snoke and he basically was Snoke, or he was Snoke was a failed clone or whatever. That's yeah. What seems. I don't if Then how does Palpatine and this not know they're a dyad until he sees them together? So I was thinking about that. I think, I, I think that Palpatine created snoke and then sent snoke out there i don't think that he's aware of everything snoke is aware of i don't Um, like it that he created snoke that bugged me this time where because it feels like it was never part of the plan it just feels like well people didn't like last jedi so we're oh look guess what snoke's just a clone of palpatine (laughs) ha 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 like yeah that that was my immediate thought too i didn't like it i did not like it either i thought it doesn't answer any question it brings up more questions than answers and usually for Star Wars, it's good. In this particular case, I don't like it because how did this guy get to be Supreme Leader if he's a deformed clone of Palpatine? Well, it doesn't so, make any sense. I agree. It doesn't make any sense. I, I to to try to play devil's advocate for it. I think the idea is that Palpatine is stuck on Exegel, Exegol, right? Sure. With his millions of Sith <laughs> followers and his mm-hmm. tens of thousands of Star Destroyers that can destroy planets. And he's building clones of himself and sending them out into the world, into the universe. And the Palpatine from the original trilogy is just one of those clones, maybe? No, that doesn't make any sense. No, no that I, doesn't. No. no, I do think... So, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, this is my theory, and this is what I originally really liked. And then now it has too many holes to like. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really liked the old... I think it was was the Heir of the Empire story? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he came back, right? Oh, Dark oh, Empire. Dark Empire. Dark Empire. That also one. on this podcast, by the way, me and Peter. Yeah, I think I saw it. I haven't listened. I'm way behind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm way behind in a lot of podcasts. But anyway, uh, I really liked that story. And I thought that was the idea they were doing here. So I thought at first that Palpatine was destroyed on the the dark on the Death Star completely. Snoke was one of his clones. He was actually Snoke at the time, was my thought, when he kissed him up. I didn't understand the whole bunch of stell half clones in these tubes. Because now, oh, they finally got a good clone of him that they have hooked up to this machine, and that's him now. Okay. But it's still not working well, because now he wants Ray's body, and I never understood why. Because <laughs> it doesn't... It's a half-baked idea. Like the whole, he's like, old I, crusty, I first I got it, but then when I started thinking, I don't like it as much. Or the simple fact, like, in, in Dark Empire, if I remember correctly, there were clones of him that they had made before that happened, so he was just now a clone. Mm-hmm. Like, and that would have been fine, but this... It's just... But also, there's no build-up. In the other two movies, there is not a single mention... 
a Palpatine or a hint or foreshadowing, nothing, because this was a brand new idea they just pulled out of their ass at the, at the last second. Right. And that's what it feels like, because I'm pretty sure that's what yeah. it was. And Grant, which one of you told me? Because I said, like, I liked I, one of the reasons I liked it was because I had predicted it from just some little off thing on the fir- Force Awakens. I predicted that was she was his daughter. I can't, one of you mentioned today, yeah, that was a big fan theory. And so that's why they went with it. I, and I yeah. agree. I know that was what everybody, I think there were so many fan theories about which character she could be, a, she would be related to because the popular theory was she was related to somebody. And I think Palpatine was one name I heard. It wasn't like she was a Skywalker, but like, oh, to make it dramatic, she has to be a Palpatine or an Obi-Wan or something like that. Those are the options. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. And I liked that as a, a, a almost an opposite to Anakin. Anakin here was this one who was born from good that ended up falling to evil, but here's somebody born to evil turning into good. Yeah. But, but, but I agree. There's no, there wasn't a lead up to it. So it, cause it wasn't like, cause it wasn't planned from the beginning. That's the problem. But that was the problem. You don't, you you don't make a trilogy of movies one at a time. You plan out the trilogy. If you're going to have a trilogy and if you're going to, yeah, if you're, if it's not a flash in the pan thing, like a new hope, if it's going to be like we're we're Disney, we're making these three movies, we're filming them at the same time. You're more or less yeah. at the same time. You yeah, know? or you got to have plan more. them out. Like I mean, yeah, you can, exactly. Peter. You wrote three books. I mean, you, you know, like you didn't just go, well, huh? You know, I didn't like the way the second book. We're just going to put new things in and just make it all, you know, like we're going to forget stuff. Like I'm sure you didn't do that. Right. I had I had story beats and I knew where it wanted to go. I didn't yeah. know the nitty gritty details, well, but yeah. I had mm-hmm. a fair. But yeah, but I had a fair outline. Like they should have had. Like in movie three the villain is this and this is what's going to happen and etc. This is what has to happen character wise. That's what you should do if you're doing this. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's possible they did and it just, they didn't lay their groundwork for it very well. I, I don't know. I am just so upset with the last Jedi and the, and the way that fans received it, that they just scrapped ideas. Yes. Yeah. I do believe that was, a big. I part. think that's, I think that's a big part of it. I, and, I will say I, I went on Wikipedia and looked it up and you're right. He definitely died on the death star. In oh, yeah. Return of the Jedi, he yeah. for sure died, and then he sent his consciousness to Exegol, where there was already a clone body waiting for him. And he felt, and he, this is a, like through all the like extended universe stuff, he did fill it. Uh, I assume that was Snoke in some fashion. No, no, it's this well, that's, one. That's, that's the part it's that don't make one. sense. Snoke's not really a. It's like the Snokes were failed clones made before they made that one, but then they kept them around for some weird reason. But yeah, did says, one get loose? Yeah. yeah, so here's what it says. <laughs> Sidious utilized one of the Sith's Eternals and his genetic experiments to spread his influence across the galaxy through indirect means while he was forced to remain on Exegol due to his condition. This being was Snoke, a humanoid genetic stand cast, strand cast that, like the Emperor's clone body, originated from the Sith's Sith Eternals experimentations and attempts of extending Sidious's lifespan. So Snoke was naturally Force-sensitive. Sidious deemed his body unworthy vessel for his dark essence, but still used him as a puppet in his plans. So yeah, I, I think what I was saying earlier, Snoke is not, he's a clone, but he and Sidious didn't, they, they didn't share Sidious. a con- He's not Sidious. Snoke was his own person that Sidious was just using. I will ask I about the Sith Eternal, because that... I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, I mean, this is probably from some comic books or something, but there's yeah. not much mention in the movies, everything to do with Snoke and Palpatine. The only comment is when, when Kylo yeah. goes to Exegol and he sees Snoke bodies, they're like, oh, Snoke was me. I made Snoke. And, that's I it. Like, they're, and then, like, I, and then they have those in Mandalorian later. The clones? They have, they have, they, laid, have clones. they have clones like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yes, clones like that. Yes. Yeah. Because again, Mandalorian is also helping make these movies not as bad as what they're trying yeah. to do. Just like right. Clone Wars make, just like Clone, just like Wars, Clone Wars, Wars did with the original trilogy, Perfect. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same idea. 
But I also feel like the fact that with Leia, with her dying, Carrie Fisher passing away yeah. before this movie, I think that also really affected what we got because she wasn't here to film. And very, very, I, wish, couple of points very there that I, I really think they would have just replaced her. I mean, bad as it sounds, well, like, they kind of did because she's still in this a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you know, her daughter played her, didn't she? And they just CGI'd her face. In parts, parts of, of it? it, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like in the in the action scenes when she's fighting, when she's training with Luke in the flashback. Oh yeah, I, th- I think that's supposed to. I think that's Billy Lord Planner there, which that's what just I, like I read. I like. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I heard also. Yeah. But also, like to me, it's I, just like I did too. As much as it sucks, but again, after Solo, they were never fucking. They are never fucking recasting anybody again after how Solo did. So that would be really hard. I mean, I kind of see what you mean. It'd be really hard to swallow for a lot of people. Yeah. 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 I just don't get how they how they even had enough to do what they did. Like how they just ran. They had enough like she's in it a lot more than you would expect. I think there is a lot of I I think there's a lot of voice manipulation in there more so than maybe they're they're saying. Yeah, because so some of the lines. Sorry. I mean, some of the shots are definitely repurposed and you can tell like they're kind of hidden and they look. Grainy and they're in they're in shadows as opposed to in light. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, that's a disguise that it's inserted in there. Wasn't some of her stuff shot? They said for Force Awakens to reuse, like or from not Force Awakens. What, yeah, Flash. see, that's what they say. They say it's a lot of unused footage from the previous movies. But yeah, but it, it have to it's be altered a lot. Yeah, it have to be altered a lot because it 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 actually fits the plot such as it is pretty well. I mean, with AI now, you can take voices and oh, I know. So yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's not that. I, I remember I was reading something about a YouTube where people were upset because this YouTuber, like, they could, his, his wife was upset. They could take his voice and make whatever they want. And I was thinking to myself, well, yeah, they can do it with me too, now too. But I'm not famous enough. Anyone's going to well, do that. But you James can. Earl Jones has sold his voice to yeah. Disney to do yep. for now on so they can have an AI Darth Vader. Never, never need to recast. Never need to pay. <laughs> or pay, right? Well, they, I'm sure they paid him quite handsomely for it. They're suppo- yeah, they're supposed to give him back and his family will get. Uh, Royalty, supposedly. Yeah. See what Gality actually works out to in that. But <laughs> So anyway, what I'm reading on Wikipedia, and I think this is in the movie, but it's hard to parse, is that, yeah, basically Palpatine's clones, none of them are good enough for him. And that's why he wants Ray. All of his clones are decrepit old, you know, crappy bodies. And he wants Ray. <laughs> Plus, Ray is like insanely powerful. We've seen that. She also, is. By the way. She yeah. is like crazy powerful. We see various instances of it uh, in this movie where she's like on a whole other level from anything we've seen in previous movies, which is, I know something that incels hate. I I don't hate it at all. Like (laughs) give me, give me a move, give me a force, uh, uh, a force unleashed star Wars. That's fine. That's cool. One of my favorite things she does that we've never seen in the live action up to this point was the healing. Cause I love the idea of force healing. Yeah. People were upset about the force healing when it came out. And that was one of the things I was like, Hey, that's been in the, like video games, video and games, and extended universe, the, the comic, the comics, the novels for like decades. Like, Actually, a, a fun fact is that that was in Grogu did that in the Mandalorian <laughs> the week before it came out. Yes, and people were oh, upset because they're yes, it was the week before yeah, this I came it was out. After, people, I didn't watch it. People were upset. They're like, oh, see, they did that just so they could like tie it in with the movie to be like, see, it already yeah. existed because here Grogu did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I the thing that. is, it's like when she heals with that, I'm like, well, yeah, like and back in like 1996 in, or 1997 in Dark Forces 2, you could heal with the force also. So I'm not this isn't shocking to me that she can heal. Yeah, I thought it was cool. It's like she regained a lost art, you know? Yeah. 
I like Ray a lot in this movie. Like I like I like, Ray, I like Ray in all, all these three movies. movies. Yes, she's she's probably my favorite my favorite thing in these movies. Other than the other thing I really like about them is the use of practical effects and models. Yeah. I think that's that was a really wise decision that makes them same. It really makes them look a lot better than the the prequels do. The serpent had to be mostly practical effects, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. The serpent uh, it, it looked like a mix for sure, but but yeah, but, like, um, but the but like the face to me looked practical and it looked really good. It did. And there's a lot of things in here where there's a lot of good practical models. Like all the ships look good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, most of them anyway. You can tell and, when they went to the festival, mm-hmm. you, you could tell that was really filmed somewhere if it was aided by digital technology. But you can, it, in the prequel era, it would have been all CG. Right. They would have just been on a yeah. green screen and it would have looked terrible. But it, yeah. but this, yeah, it looked good. And oh, and it's, another, little, it's little CG aliens everywhere, but it's like they're in a yeah. real desert at least. A yeah. small complaint that I, I have to get out of the way <laughs> uh, is the lightsaber thing really, really bothers me now. <laughs> Yeah. In the beginning, early in this movie, she has Luke's lightsaber, the one that, that we all watched destroyed. Watch get destroyed in movie. Yeah. And she there's not a single comment in this movie about her rebuilding it or about getting destroyed. I mean, you could easily have fixed it with just one line of dialogue and say, I'm sure glad I rebuilt you know something. I'd rather just not have it there the, and just the have thing, her have Leia's saber. The thing is, later, yeah, she just give her Leia's saber or yeah. have her build her own. Yes. Yeah. She gets her right. own right at the end. It's like they wanted her to, they wanted it to be like the big cap on the movie that she's built her own, but it's, it doesn't need to be that. In fact, if you're trying to mirror the previous movies, the third movie in the original trilogy begins with Luke already having one that he built in between the movies. And that would have worked too. And it's just so stupid to me. It would be like poetry. It would rhyme and it would (laughs) have her start off with one. Right. And it'd be a different color, right? So it's, it's yellow this time. So it's not the same as Return of the Jedi. That was green. This one's yellow, so it's different. And I would have. It upsets me now in the very end of this movie when she does have the yellow lightsaber. It upsets me that we don't get to see that in this movie at all. Yeah, I mean, because also, that would have been cool. And also, if you need a second lightsaber, we've never seen what happened with Luke's green lightsaber. No, that's true. She could, if she if she needed a second lightsaber when she goes back to that planet that he was a hermit on, she could find his green lightsaber when she's there. Okay, I got a question with Luke's lightsaber, the blue one, right now. Yeah, he rebuilt it. Uh, she rebuilt it. Sorry. Right. Um, she gave it to Leia at the beginning of the movie and said, "I'd wait until I'm worthy." When did Leia give it back to her? Uh, about thirty seconds later. Yes, he's not okay. wrong. It's not. It may not be thirty seconds, but it's, it's not in the long same scene. It's in the same scene. She says she hands it to her and says, "Someday I'll be worthy of your brother's lightsaber or your brother's saber." And then she has to go. And Leia hands it to her, and that's it. Yeah, like, I mean, it's just it. stupid. And apparently, I didn't know this, but somebody commented on my Facebook post when I said I finished this movie that in the books it talks about that lightsaber. She rebuilds it in a book, which is yeah. fine, but you need at least a line or something. Like you have to do something because people are gonna. You know, it's a trilogy. This is part of a three-part trilogy that all five, you can't just do that. Like, and I maintain. What I made, what was my one negative thing about Ahsoka? One of my few negative things about Ahsoka, too. Your media, your movie or TV show should not require people to watch or read other media for it to be good and make sense. Agreed. You can have Easter eggs pointing to those other media, and then someone can be like, ooh, ooh, see, because in the comic, that guy is actually this thing. Cool. Easter eggs are great, but a 
this is a little more than an Easter egg, and it's 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 dumb and, and it's pointless. It's pointless because there are so many other options. There are there there are two. She has two other lightsabers in this movie. Yeah, more than that, actually, I forgot about the the one from her vision, which is cool for real. And and I I've said before, like I really think they establish in the first movie that she's a badass with a staff. She shows us again in the second movie and in this one that she's a badass with staff. Why not give her a double bladed lightsaber? And then they do, but only an evil person. And is it like, do they think that because Darth Maul had a double bladed lightsaber, will think that a double bladed lightsaber means you're bad? Probably. Yeah, I think sure. that's what they think. I think that they think that the average non Star Wars nerd who's just like a person at the movies thinks that double lightsaber equals bad. Is her yellow one though possibly one that she just turned on one side of because oh i mean it could be it doesn't we don't have any like, no, i just know i just what i noticed today when i watched it that you the way she turns it on you don't even see the other half of it when it's on yeah yeah that's possible now i'm, now I'm saying that's still a cop out because you're right i think she should have been shown with it i do yeah. like her lightsaber she builds at the end i like that it's yellow that's 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 cool you know we haven't it's seen her staff it in the middle of it right it's her it's staff like she used it. part of her yeah she used part of her staff to make it i think that's cool because it's oh. hers now it's like all her I and carrie that. on the cover of the duel the fates which was the original script i didn't i haven't read it yet but just in the cover of the fan made thing she has a bow staff lightsaber nice so that yeah. from from what I, my understanding that is the script you know the colin trevorrow script that they just repurposed and he made a comic book out of it my guess is that was where they were going to go with it, and then that just, you know, didn't happen. Or maybe it, maybe like Jody's saying, maybe it did, and we just didn't see it. They didn't show it. And maybe it yeah. But I mean, I stuff. think it's supposed to actually be like actually. that's what she had throughout the, yeah. you know, the movie, not just the last five minutes, the last minute. Actually, yeah. another small complaint. <laughs> I want to get my complaints. With Kylo Ren, when they when they, they build him the new helmet, I like it. My only <laughs> issue with it, it felt kind of like a fuck you to the second movie where he breaks his helmet on purpose. Because he's kind of getting away from, and then he'd be, you know, be kind of letting go of certain things, the dark side, and kind of becoming his own. And then this, and then in this movie, he he loses it, but then he gets it right back. Like, well, I guess he doesn't lose. He takes it off, and I thought, oh, is he already going to take it off that quickly? But he's wearing it off and on, and all I could think of was again what Peter said to me about General Grievous: let's sell some toys. So, yeah, it does look cool, but it does it does, it does negate what happened in the Last Jedi, but, and that's unfortunate. My slight defense of it but I think they handled it poorly to do this, is that he could have only had it on when he was commanding the Knights of Ren. Okay. Okay, As the Knights of Ren. <laughs> because he puts it on not long before they show up. <laughs> but then he has it on during a board like a board meeting of generals. <laughs> yeah. So, which there was no need to. If he yeah. only had it on in the other ones, I would actually agree, but because he had it on the other times, I agree with you. <laughs> he had it, they had it, he had it on to set up the joke with Hux and the other lieutenant, which is, I don't know. There's a couple of jokes in this movie that are kind of too marvel for me, or like <laughs> even more cringeworthy than some of the Last Jedi jokes, in my opinion. Like, oh, I think fair. like the, the helmet comment is, I don't know. I, I can see why that would be funny, but I just thought uh, the Imperial officer stuff is supposed to be a little bit more serious. There's, I there's, I, there's one thing that actually goes along with what you just said that I've noticed. When Ren... Ren, Ray. I'm adding, mixing their names together now. When Ray gets asked about her last name, that is so darn heavy-handed by that little kid asking. Yeah. Oh, it's and a, it's a, woman, it's a woman. It's a. Oh yeah, right, right. The woman at the end, but even yeah. at the on the desert planet, this one comes up. Oh, I would also be honored to know your family name. How do you know she has a family name? Chewbacca doesn't yeah. have a family name. <laughs> like, right, right, right. And that yeah, was too heavy-handed, drawing attention to it. 
It was like, I, huh? I, How, this is going to come up later. Look at this. My, my, my microphone was cutting out earlier. I was going to say about the helmet. I actually think the helmet makes st- sense from a story standpoint. Okay. okay. Um, um, so the idea of the helmet, right, is he's like, in the last movie, he was almost redeemed, right? It felt like he had, he had, yeah. Ray had made, had made headway in bringing him back to the light. And then at the end of the movie, when she chose to go back to her friends instead of staying with him, that's what drove him back to the darkness. And so this movie starts off, he's like hella dark. He's running around looking for a Sith artifact, just murdering people really brutally with his lightsaber and all that. And so part of that, you know, turn back to the dark is he's like going back to his old ways, which means he needs his helmet again. I think that was what they were doing with it. I think that's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to symbolize that he was going back to the darkness. I guess okay. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, I, I, I think that's the purpose of it from a story standpoint. And yeah, it is anyway. fractured to show his fractured state, you know, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a metaphor. I, I, I thought it was I thought it was funny, though, because they like weld it together. But then I guess they're like part of the welding process is also giving it some cool, like glow in the dark red lines <laughs> and on all the welds. You can That's customize fine. that. Yeah, you, know? you got to customize like, yeah, but make it look like, you know, can you make it look like really sick? I mean, my issue, he doesn't wear it enough. If you're going to do that, make him wear it more until the end when he, but he when takes he it off to. a lot. Yeah, but that's, that's a, that's a modern movie thing, right? Iron Man's taking his helmet off left and right. Spider-Man's yeah, you all can't just have taking their his face covering off. up their emotes. It's right. not enough to act with your voice. You have to act with your face now. Right. Yeah, but then don't He's... have your main villain be a mask wearing character. <laughs> Va- valid. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to in Star Wars. Like, I mean, yes, we like we all love Darth Vader, but you don't have to do that. Like, yeah, I'm just thinking like of how many times like I mean, Mando like never takes his his mask, his helmet off. Right. And that show's still great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also, that actor is no longer going to really be playing Mando other than the voice from the sound of it. But that's fine, too. Oh, I mean, I don't think anyone would be able to notice if it's just the the body. (laughs) It doesn't matter. I mean, it's true. It really doesn't. It's, it could just be a random stunt. They could just have a stunt man in that costume. Really, they don't need. I think that's been a all. controversy, and I, I think that uh, the stunt, the person who played Mando for a lot of it was claiming he did more of it than Pedro Pascal did. I don't know if that's been resolved, but I feel like when that show first aired, there was some pre- negative press about that. Yeah. That I mean, Pedro. Pascal, I don't know. Pedro anyway. Pascal is the voice. So, but but yeah, right. I hear. You. Anyway, the point is, it's like yeah, you you can and Gwendolyn Christie yeah. as um. Captain Phasma, which, by the way, I was really hoping she was going to come back in this one somehow. She should have. They should have had not, her back. If they can bring, bring back Palpatine, bring back yeah. Phasma. Yeah. I mean, Just have her a... be like a Jason Voorhees character. Like, she always got... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I mean, other people survived the freaking execute... Not, whatever the hell that ship was called blowing up. Like, you could have had her... I mean, I know she falls, but still, like, Palpatine fell and he brought him back, so we'll find a way. She has a... She, she's wearing a suit that's, you know, almost fractured. It's like the helmet. It's like cobbled together. Oh, yes. Yes, they could have had like half of the mass missing, so now you can actually see that it's Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah. Yeah, do that. Be cool. And have her and Finn fight again. Yeah, and then she finally gets destroyed for good, and then that's... I don't know. This movie wasn't about Finn at all. Like, Finn's a supporting character in this movie. He is such a minor character in it, and that that is one of the saddest things about this trilogy. And the one part he had, they didn't even do. He keeps bringing up, I have something to tell her, and they just ignore it. Yeah, Yeah, that was baffling to me. Why bring it up? I again, I I feel like I'm defending this movie that I didn't like. I was thinking about because I was thinking about that. So it's like he wants to tell her, him wanting to tell her he loves her. Right? I think it's like 
it's a really immature instinct on his part because he's just it's a puppy he has like a puppy love for her he See, doesn't he, he to say that he's force sensitive that he's feeling the force too because i get a lot of inklings in this movie that oh he's actually is that sensitive. what it is yeah maybe that is what he's saying i, think I thought he's supposed to be when the, he when was they originally were writing to be uh, because he, that's one he of the definitely things, uh, is he at got least upset in, about is that they didn't make him a jedi yeah the he actor. thought that he thought he was going to be he got to fight with a lightsaber in the first like two different times he got to fight with a lightsaber in the first movie and yeah, yeah. he was he was upset and he's vo- been very vocal about it that he thought he was going to be a jedi yeah you're been. right that, i'm sure that's what it was i thought what they were that when i watched it i thought that it was like he was going to tell her hey i love you and she was going to have to be like oh i'm just you know i don't i just like you like a friend and it was like and and that's definitely what poe thinks he's going to say right yeah I think it feels like that's, I think that's what it feels Paul like we're thinking. I think we're supposed to think that's what he was going to say. And then it turns out he was going to say, I think I can feel the force also. I said, good call. That, that probably is what it was. I thought it was that at the end of the movie, he realizes that actually there's this other there's this other girl now. And poor Rose just, you know, she's off to the side. Yeah, that's, that's the thing that don't make sense. I, I hate that she's off to the side because I liked she was one of my favorite parts from The Last Jedi. Same, same. And then she like her a lot. got like three lines in this whole movie. Well, I thought she died at the end of the at the end of Last Jedi until this movie came out, and it's like, oh, never mind. I guess she didn't. And I think she was supposed to be dead, right? Do you think that she was intended? <sighs> I think to be she dead? was injured, but I don't know yeah. if she was supposed to be dead. They do say her, the last we see of her, she's being oh, that's built, right, like a medical bay or something. That's yeah. true. Okay. Yeah. So, but it's so like I, an offhand. I mean, you'd be you'd be okay right. with knowing it. Yeah, it it does it, it does suck that she just is there to kind of like stand there and look concerned while Princess Leia is like walking around being weird. <laughs> yeah, so and it's sad that they you you think that they cut her role down just because of negative fan backlash. <laughs> right, exactly. I, which, yeah. What? Why did people have a problem with her? I don't get that. Because they're racist and also sexist, and it's a yeah. Crazy, <laughs> it's an it's an inter, it's intersectional. <sighs> well, also so like. Stupid. The time The Last Jedi came out, if you think about it, I mean, I know you're in Canada, but Last Jedi came out in 2017. Oh, I want to say, right? Wasn't it 2017 yeah, or 2016? Yeah, yeah it was. 2017. Okay, and as Americans, yeah. we were not good people in a lot of play, in a lot of cases we a, at that time. We, we, were, we were having a moment. Yeah, <laughs> we're still, I mean, we're trying to have a we're moment still, again, we apparently. We still are. We still are. But Yeah, the moment's was not passed. No, time, I know, yeah. but... Was that Trump? So, I mean, I think that played a big yeah. part in it, too, yeah. is that we just... Jeez. The society, the internet, a lot of bad people figure out how to use the internet and got, for some reason, thought it was okay to let's be racist on the internet. I think a lot of people were emboldened by yes. the events of 2016 through yeah. current times. That's why I'm very worried <laughs> about 2024. But yeah, but um, I do, I do, yeah, I mean, that really is what it is because there's a lot of problems. There's a lot of criticisms of The Last Jedi, but she, she is by far, she's fine. She's, one of, she's one of the very best things yeah. in that movie to me. And I her like, her character, her, her acting, her smacking into uh, Finn's ship to save him was my favorite part of that movie. Okay, yeah. there should have been more of her in this movie. She doesn't do anything, but it's just there as part of the rebel base. Like, it's yeah. just kind of weird to me. Like, I mean, I know why they did it, but like watching this movie again, there's so many things that felt like "fuck you, last shot I never happened," and that yeah. really bothered me. A lot. Well, one of the things they establish in the Last Jedi is that the the rebel the rebel the rebellion is down to like this. It's like twelve. It's like thirty people at the end of it. Yeah. And then, in, yeah. in, well, I don't know. <laughs> and then thousands. But also in this movie, 
They yeah. say that nobody ever came. Right. But there's right. a lot more than 30 people. And there's people from the first movie that I thought were dead that didn't show up. You have the actor from Heroes. I don't remember his name. He's also in an episode of Palm Stars, by the way. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he does die and, in this one. Wexley. His uh, character's name is Wexley. I, I didn't that. remember him dying until I watched it today. I was yeah, shocked. He, I yeah. I, I was. I forgot that he died also until I was watching it tonight. And I was like, oh, crap. He yeah, died. when the hobbits is in this movie all of a sudden. <laughs> That's right. John what? McMonaghan. Hobbit's no. His character name, forgettable. I don't even know it. I don't even know if they say his character. Name. I don't know who it was. He, he was he was on one of the Hobbits. That was Pippin. It was the guy from Lost too. But but that's the guy who played Pippin, wasn't it? Or I, I can't remember which one's Mary. Which I one's can't one. either. But it's Pippin he, or Dominic Monaghan. Monaghan. He's Mary. He played Mary. He played oh, Mary. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he portrays wow. resistance. I didn't even realize trooper. that was him until you're saying it now. Beaumont Ken. Beaumont Ken. He's I mean, the one he's... that does the stupid line about the Sith and cloning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> There's a lot of dumb lines in this movie. Like, let's let's see, let's talk about a, a really wonderful plot point that just connects this whole movie together to make it last an hour longer than it needs to. So we're gonna so we're hunting down the guys that you know might have killed Ray's parents and the ship that Ray was on, and we're gonna find a dagger. But the problem is that the only protocol droid we have can't read Sith because for some reason that little slave guy made that thing back oh. in Tatooine. He followed no, no, no. Galactic law. He can read Sith. He can read he it. He can, he can translate, translate it. it. He just can't tell you. No, he translates it. He said, I know yep. exactly where it is. He said it. He said, I know exactly where they're at. <sighs> Unfortunately, I can't tell you because yeah. of that. So he said he couldn't <laughs> translate it. He didn't say he couldn't tell you. Could you just not translate it and tell us where to go on a map? Right. <laughs> or they couldn't have the whole plot like, point of them running around for another hour. I mean, how else so can make a movie last? Because the thing is, all they had to do was him say, I don't recognize this language. That's it. Yeah. And then they have they to find have someone who knows thing. it. They find they take it back to Maz and she knows, I think this is Sith. The only person who knows who would know how to read Sith is this other ancient person like me who's on this planet you should go to. I mean, I don't know. It's just could have uh, even still been Boba Frick because I like yeah. Boba Frick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what, Carrie? That makes Bobby. more sense than what this yeah. movie did. Yes, no. I did enjoy Babu Frick. Babu Frick was fun. Same. I have no problem yep. with Deal. I have no problem with them going to that planet. I just have a problem with how they, with that you little aspect of it. It's that, too, that wasn't. I was weird. just gonna say it's too. There. It's too like Da Vinci Code esque. Like it has too many. Is this one step leads to another and leads to another leads to another. And I think we already kind of right. did that in the Force Awakens. I, I was actually. I was step. thinking of how they could have fixed this. Yeah. Okay. Have. 3PO be able to translate the dagger and it's a riddle and then they got to figure out the riddle and they don't figure out the riddle until the movie needs them to figure it out and then you can still you can still have your dagger you can still have but it just I don't I don't know it feels like a first draft of of an idea and then someone just said let's let's print and the guy like what you printed it yeah yeah we printed it an hour ago and that's how it feels That's it's not like some dumbass just printed it and like oh well I guess we're stuck with it now like it's J- Jody, what were you trying to? I don't think saying? that's the worst part about the dagger. I'll be honest with you. The no, it's not. It's not dagger. the worst thing about the dagger by far. Is that it's not <laughs> with a piece of wreckage. To point did it, out where. it didn't did, line you, up with like the actual center of the dust. Yes. Star. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing: in Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? They've yeah. got the staff of Ra and the Eye of Horus, and you put the Eye of Horus on the staff of Ra, and you put the staff of Ra. You have to put the staff of Ra in a specific place for it to do the thing. Yeah, that dagger, even if it was some prophesy, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Why did the dagger fit with some? Uh, the I mean, only okay. way it makes sense is if that guy who died 
Luckily, he did die after, because I was doing the math, he did die after the, the, he went when the place crashed, somehow climbed in there, hid the piece in the throne room, or he knew it was in the throne room. I think he just yeah. knew it was in the throne I think and it was already went there. Got a little measuring tape and went, hmm, I better cut this dagger just right. Yep. But the even then, it doesn't sense. make, it still doesn't <laughs> no. make sense unless there's a viewing platform at a specific place. Because True, that, just dagger, on a random hill. that dagger would only work from one specific angle. And no. she just happens to walk up and use it. And it works for the it's one perfect sp- spot. Right. No. And I don't believe, first of all, I don't believe the Death Star, like 40% of the Death Star would have survived that gigantic explosion. Right. That also. But, and True. that's a separate thing. I don't believe that <laughs> it would not have, in 30 years, it would not have resettled on that ocean floor. You know, and this guy's been dead for a while. You know, it's an ocean. It's going to be rocking around. Yeah. And it's been at least 10 years. Yeah. From the time that she's dropped off because she's 20 in this movie. Like, yeah, it doesn't make. And and with how much damage that would have done to that ocean planet, I really worry for the Ewoks on the forest moon. Yeah. (laughs) That would have been quite a large. It would have been like a a world ending meteor colliding with the planet. (laughs) That big. Yeah. That big. It would. I just. I saw it. I remember that was in the trailer, in the teaser trailer. They show it. And I'm like, uh, I just sighed audibly like, oh, the remains of the Death Star on Endor. OK, well, it's going to be one of those movies. Wait, were they on Endor? So, they're well, on a, it was a, a different planet. moon of Endor. Oh. Yeah. 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 It was. I think yeah. they only did a different moon so that nobody would say that what happened to the Ewok. No, they did not have Ewok back. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's too bad because I would have liked Ewok. Hey, they're in this movie for one. They time. are. In, yeah, they're indeed. They're like, really? I remember these guys. Yeah. They remember. are? Where? Yes. In the, the near, near the end, there's one scene where it goes past the Ewok. And you just see you see Wicked for some reason just there. Yeah, you see them just, cheering just... after they all they, you see like Bespin, you see Cloud City, and then the, it cuts to Endor. Oh, okay. I remember and the best. I don't remember I don't remember any of the, I just watched it, but I don't remember any of the celebration stuff. It just flicks really quickly. Yeah. Oh, it, I just I remember them celebrating in their the I remember them celebrating in their camp. Right before that, that it's Right before oh. that, you so see right that after goes that, to Jack Crew as well. Well, you, you miss it, huh? Okay. Well, you see, Carrie, you were also celebrating because the movie was over. You're like, yeah, yeah I was, done. actually. You were I looking was, at the totally not paying much attention. <laughs> That's true. I could see it happening, but yes. I probably had looked down at my phone or something. <laughs> I, Marvel Snap. I mean, I was. I yeah. can tell you right now, when I watched oh, this movie, definitely. I was doing other things that I just wasn't entertained. Last Jedi, I didn't. This movie, I just wasn't really in it. I'm just like, eh. Like, okay, another, well, another thing that's... It's also too long. It's way too long. Yeah. One thing I do want to bring up is, like, you have a new villain in this, too. You have the new generals in charge of the Imperials, Hux. Pride. Who who was in charge all this time, ends up being the spy. And his reasoning for being a spy is, I hate Kylo Ren. I hate Kylo Ren. <laughs> I do like that. I do like that. I think that, that's though. believable. I, I it's believe believable, it. but I believe he hates it. him that much, though, that he's just, like, screw But he has this. one, he's in, like, he's, you, he's a big character in the first two movies. In this movie, he helps him out once to escape. And then they just murder him at the end of like I like they killed him midway in this movie. I, I thought he'd be so involved longer. Yeah, well, it's, I it's do kind of far in the movie. Yeah, but it's almost first, two hours. I disliked in. it until then. I realized it just shows how much of an idiot Hux is. Yeah, <laughs> that he thought a blaster bolt to the arm would save him. Yeah. yeah, I do like that though because I think that's the kind of ending Hux deserves. Just end ceremony. Oh, agreed. Die. Agreed. Yeah, because he's been such a snot the whole time. Yeah, exactly. He's been a petulant child. I can see what you I mean, I see what you mean that, you know, he's a big character reduced to that. But he had his he had his shine in the first two movies. Now it's time. Yeah, I, I was fine. Yeah, with I, liked, I liked I like really quickly. And I like I, I General rather yeah. had him be the villain, I feel like, than this random Imperial who just takes over. Well, I, I, I like it because he because he's just being 
it just he's absolutely just being cocked by Hi- Kylo Ren so much, like all the time. I don't. That's not the right punk. I guess it's the right word for it. But he's just like constantly, just like Kylo Ren's just like constantly like punking him, and yeah. it's, so it makes complete sense that he would betray him. It is funny though. That's for sure. I I do like General Pride. I like Richard D. Grant, the actor. Yeah. I yeah, think he has good. a gravitas to it. I feel like after Huck screwed everything up in the first two movies, like the the council got together and were like, okay, we're putting this veteran guy in charge now. Yeah, you know? it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense that Kylo Ren wouldn't put Hux in charge of anything. Right, no. exactly. He also. actually gave me the same feeling as the um, the guy who played Tarkin. Like the same kind okay. of mm, posing. Yeah. That's, that's fair. He that. does have, like what Peter said, he does have the gravitas. Peter like, Cushing. Yeah. I can't yeah, remember where I know this actor from the one in this movie, but like I, I recognize him. him. I'm like, he I believe good I villain. think he was in he's been in tons of things for a while. He was in Loki. I think he was in Loki. He was the old Loki. Yes. Oh, yeah. OK. But I've seen him in other stuff, too, before. He was, he's been in a lot of movies. He's a movie called Age of Innocence yeah. in the movie called Dra- the 90s Dracula. He was in there with Nail and I. Lots of movies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was in a Star Trek episode, too, in Next Generation. I just realized. He was? Oh. Is he the one when they go to the hotel that's based on the really bad novel? He's the guy that runs the place, I'm oh, pretty sure. That would it, probably be where I remember him from. What, the Dixon Hill? The, <laughs> not the Dixon yeah. Hill ones. No, no not the Dixon one Hill. that the astronaut ended up yeah. on, in. Oh, the aliens this found this novel. book and thought this is what Earth was, so they make a oh, whole hotel. The casino. Oh, that's some first season bullshit, isn't it? Yeah, it's first season bullshit. You are correct, but I was like, oh, I, I recognize this guy, book. and I couldn't God, place I it. Love, I love Next Generation, but man, that first season is <laughs> oh, it's horrible, hot but trash. I love it, but I like the original Star Trek, too, so... I've been listening to a, I've been listening to a Star a Star Trek Next Generation rewatch podcast. Oh, nice! It's a, it's a pretty cool one where one person in the group has never seen a single second of Star Trek, and they have him oh. recap. They have him recap the episodes, and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. He was that, also I, a hidden Hudson Hawk with um oh uh, Bruce Willis. Die Hard, Bruce Willis. Thank you. Yeah. He was yeah. Now I know why that guy stuck with guy. me because when I saw this movie, I'm like, I remember this actor, and I was remembering him. At a hotel, and I couldn't, I couldn't figure out like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what was it. And then all of a sudden, we're talking. I'm like, yeah, it, I didn't look this up. I just popped in my head. Fucking next that's, generation. That's funny. I, that's something yeah. you should do is next generation. <laughs> yeah, I do next generation with you. I, I don't know if I do all 170. No, we're not. I don't know about that. Do like a. Season you could do a highlights. A highlights, yeah. Like highlights five of ep- top five episodes. Who have just, people bring their top just three don't do episodes? The stupid Kardashian episodes. Do you like a I rankings? like Kardashians. Oh I like the Kardashians. Get into I it. love like the Kardashians. Well, well, that's yeah, another, we'll, we'll get back. <laughs> yes. Back to, Don't get me started. Right, otherwise, we're going to be here for a while. I just yeah, want to tell back you. Back to I, Star Wars. <laughs> I've been flicking through that comic that you sent. And I will say they have a better reason for Kylo going back to the mask in that. Okay. I oh, yeah. have not read it. I'm purposely waiting to read it and cover it, depending on who wants to join me. I just looked it through pictures. And there's some interesting things in that. I got to read it, sit down and read it after, but it's interesting. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about that afterwards. That's I, just looked, I just looked at it. Why does he have the dark saber in the, in, in, in it? Now I really need to read this. Yep. <laughs> well, if you want to read it and talk about it on a podcast, I know a guy <laughs> that's know planning that. that one in January. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, I want to talk about the snow planet that they go to when they're, when they're, le- when they're going for Babu Frick stuff, they find out about the dagger. So, and Chewbacca, you think is dead. I think at this point, still, right. Yeah. They go to, they go to, well, Nazi you only Doc- think he's dead. They for like go to Nazi. Seconds. It, it's they it's, think very, it's very clearly yeah. like Nazi occupied Eastern Europe. <laughs> I didn't think like about planet. that. That's really it what is, it yeah. feels like. It really feels like yep. that's what they're going for. So they run into a character. Zori is her name. That reminds me of. Oh. She looks like she should be Mass Effect. Zori Bliss, played by <laughs> yeah, Carrie, Carrie Russell, who is a national treasure. 
and a, and a, a good friend of JJ Abrams. And so I think he, he's like, Hey, do you want to come, uh, want to come do six hours work for a hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> We're not going to show your face. Yeah. You don't have to show your face. <laughs> Maybe I she like didn't want to show this. her face is the only thing I can say. Cause but she I doesn't need she to be in it. Yeah. No, they don't just, need, it, they don't need this whole thing. It, it gives Poe a love interest for some reason. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, she tells him no anyway. So it's like, whatever. <laughs> and it's like, just have him and Finn get together. You cowards. <laughs> they do have a there is there is a, a lesbian kiss at the end of the movie so there's yeah, that there you know yeah amanda censored, lawrence censored overseas in some countries yeah especially china but amanda no, amanda lawrence who played um like she was like the top female commander commander yeah. de, larma de ac and vanette robinson plays her wife pilot roby tice i like that that was in here yeah i, I, I like did too good I did fuck you to certain people. So it did. It did. It's just, uh, but, but no, yeah. Carrie Russell's great. I love Carrie Russell. She's completely pointless in this. Her yes. only purpose, her only purpose is to give a, give some stuff for Poe to do. And then to give a way for them to get on board the Kylo Ren ship. I don't recognize her at all. Runner, which so what? So was Han. <laughs> did you watch the TV show Felicity? No. <laughs> yes. Oh, so for me, it's the Americans. The Americans, one, yes. the Americans. The Americans, yeah. The Americans, oh. I think, is possibly the best drama series. It was good. I'm definitely, out, definitely. I, I say, I was going to say it's the best drama series, and I'm like, I don't know that it's better than like The Wire or Sopranos, but it's up there. I, I, I either of I, I love both of those shows. I would put it above <sighs> Sopranos, maybe not. Oh, man. I was, I was watching The three. Wire be- today as well, and I was, uh, I was far, I far preferred to watch that than Rise of Skywalker. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> Jody, what you say that? I said she was in uh, Rise, uh, not Rise of Skywalker. Obviously, she was also in Mission Impossible Three. Yes. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I've seen that's that. Right. Yeah, yeah, she's great. I, I, I love, I love Carrie Russell. But how? Yeah, she's pointless in this. There, she gives that like captain's get... medallion. Yeah, that was stupid too. Never. Yeah. Okay. So they'll let anybody with a captain's medallion land on the ship. Yeah, just so that, that must that's be it. She's like, here, take this captain's medallion. Maybe it'll be useful. Hey, Chewbacca's on this ship. Hey, we can use this captain's medallion that Wait, I just said. Wait, that actually happened in this movie? Yeah. Yes. Where the yes. fuck was I? That's how they got on the ship. That's how they got and on board the ship. She the thing is, they did that in cap- The Last Jedi. They had the code breaker to get on yes, board. Yeah, it's the same ship. thing. It's just, it's a MacGuffin. It's just a MacGuffin. I don't remember this. You don't remember this. I wasn't paying enough attention, apparently. Okay, so Poe is hanging out with her. And this is when we finally we almost see her face. She turns. She removes just the the glass part, so you can just see her eyes. And she's like, "I got this. This is my ticket out of here." This captain's and he's like, "Is that a real captain's medallion? I've never seen one of those. Those will allow you to travel through." And she's like, "Yeah, they'll allow you to travel on any ship through any blockade, no questions asked." He's like, I thought wow. it was just. A thing to be like, hey, you could leave the resistance and we can run away together. I'm a hot girl. Right. Come with me. And she, yeah, she says, uh, you want to come? You know, I'm taking this. I'm getting out of here. You want to come with? He's like, I can't leave the resistance. And then she gives it to him and they use it to get on board. Okay, I did not pay enough attention to some of this movie. I was specifically just so they can rescue Chewbacca and get the Millennium Falcon back. It is a power up. It is a magic. You know, <laughs> it is. It's oh, like, God, I see it. Just now he puts it. The video, oh, God, it's video game yep. writing. It's video yeah. game writing. It is video game. Writing. I will say the Chewbacca thing. Uh, and this is a little before that. Yeah, uh, actually reminded me. And I don't know why, but every time I see it, when Ray's there trying to bring down shit, reminds me of how Chewbacca dies in the yes. extended universe. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He dies yeah, when a is, planet falls on him. 
Yep. Yes. <laughs> and, and they drive off and leave him there. Right. Yeah. Uh, that is also so stupid where you think she thinks she kills him because she blew up a ship. And oh, guess what? We had another ship. <laughs> I'm like, this, this movie is plays it safe. I don't want to, you know, you could call it cowardly, but it plays it safe. It doesn't want you to think Chewie is dead for too long. It's so worried that you're going to be mad at Ray for killing Chewie that it introduces him like a minute later and says, oh, no, he's alive. It's too soon. Right, right. Because yeah. it was OK. It should have been longer. It, it was OK for them to rescue him. What they could have done is that they find out while they're on that planet that he's alive and on that ship, which they yeah. do. Yeah. It and could have been just that, that long. That, that could have been when we found out. Skip. We could have found out with them. Yeah. They even could have said they had a prisoner and just not shown who it was, like lead up to it. Yeah, maybe it's right. Lando. Yeah. Like, right. oh, they caught somebody, and then we're worried about something else. We've got then... this captain's medallion. Why don't we go rescue him? <laughs> <sighs> How do you guys feel about Lando showing up in this movie? Awful. Okay. I, I like that, actually. I like he's uh, back. However, and, I do feel and Leia like... called him. So there was a reason. Yes, him being back is fine. I, I just don't, right. I don't, I don't care for how he is in the movie. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad that he got to come back because it would suck for them to invite like everybody but him back. So it would be racist and weird. And plus, he really wanted to come back for the Force Awakens. Like Billy D. Williams, like vocally said it, and they were like, "We don't have a part for you." And he was disappointed by that. They should have brought him back there. I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah. agreed. I'm glad he's here. I yeah. mean, it was just kind of funny. See, the only part that bothered me with him is when he's like, oh, yeah, me and Luke, we're looking for that thing. And I'm just like, yeah, why? Why are you with Luke? Luke? <laughs> that Luke? He's not yeah. Luke's Wait, friend. <laughs> I just thought of something. What if he had what? come back in The Force Awakens and then in The Last Jedi, it's not the Holdo maneuver, it's the Lando maneuver. That would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, instead of a character we just we were introduced to dying. Yes, yeah. here's ra- random purple hair general in an evening dress. <sighs> Just Laura Dern, so it gets a pass, but yes, I agree. I, I do like Laura Dern. I'm going to meet like her Laura if I ever get too, the chance but... at a convention. I will 100% be paying to meet her, so and crying when I spend the money, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> she probably wouldn't be cheap. <laughs> Come on, she even made Sadler good not being a teenager. Remember when she was the blind girl in Mask? No. I never saw Mask. <laughs> yeah, the 80s Laura Dern is, is unknown to me. I feel like it's... 90s and later. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. She was the blind girl in Mask that she, right. they, she liked him because she couldn't see his face. <laughs> it was the 80s. <laughs> it was okay to do that. You had multiple disabilities per movie. Yeah, 80s were... I, I'm trying to go back and watch a lot of old 80 movies. Like, I've never seen Goonies still to this day. I should change that one day. I watched E.T. this year for the first time. Okay. Oh. I, I, I watched uh, Jaws for the first time a couple... Like, last year... And I think it's a perfect movie. I have to watch it because of my oh, poster man. told me to, but I haven't seen it yet, ever, actually. Jaws is oh, sublime. It is. It's it's crazy. I've always heard about it, and I'm like, there's no way it's going to hold up. And then I watched it, and I was like, this is amazing. This is maybe one of the best movies I've ever seen. Like, yeah, It's not my favorite movie, but I think it might be the best movie I've seen. Like, It's amazing. It's really what good. Did you afraid to swim the Goonies did not hold up in that way for me, though. I'm just going to say. I've never but. seen it, so it won't, I won't have any connection to it. The only <laughs> I movie didn't that see hurt... the Goonies until I was 35, and I did not care for it. But. Uh, one thing I, I do appreciate, even though it kind of contradicts Flash Jedi again, when Kylo and Rey are fighting, and he's on the planet, and she's on the ship, and they're kind of like, like, things are happening in between them. I like it, but at the same time, it's just like, I, this time I didn't appreciate it. I didn't realize that as soon as she knocks over the, the helmet, he's like, oh, she's in my room. Yeah, I don't know how he didn't notice that she was holding the dagger the whole time. <laughs> yeah, was, I don't know she's holding the dagger, clearly holding it. 
I didn't notice that. I didn't yeah. either. He's like, Grandpa! Grandpa! That's what did it. clearly holding the dagger the whole time. And the whole time I was you like, are right. how I'm does he not notice the dagger and realize that she's in his room this whole time? Huh. Um, I So the, he, the thing about this is, all right, in The Last Jedi, I liked them being able to see each other across space and time. I liked that. I never Thanks. liked the idea that they could actually physically touch. Like when his glove is wet. It's like, wait, but that, yeah. why, why? No, it, the vision is enough because the thing is when he fights the vision of Luke at the end of the movie, it's not like they're actually crossing sabers and fighting. Luke is dodging him specifically because they can't touch. Yeah. yeah. But he and Ray yeah. can, cause I guess, cause they're a dyad, I guess is why I guess that's what yeah. it is. It's cause they're a dyad, but it just, and that, that they can transport materials back and forth to each other. The second movie set up that that is possible by him having his glove get wet. When she yeah. was, when you know, yeah. she was in the rain. Oh, so they set up as possible. Her holding the dagger, by the way. Yeah, like I totally watched this movie, yes. I was thinking maybe when she, when he sees her, she's not holding the dagger, but when we see her, she is. No, he can literally see her holding the dagger. Yeah, this is a fucking idiot. And she's not like hiding it; she's like waving no. it around. She's got it in her left hand, like out to the side, like she's gonna fight with it almost. Oh, and the fact that like, because this in this movie, you find out that she's not a nobody. Her parents were Palpatines. It really hurts me now because in last jedi when you find out she's a nobody it's not that bad of a thing no the thing is is her being a nobody is a good thing it, yes it's about how hey this it, you don't have to be part of some sacred bloodline like the force is for everybody and anybody can be a hero so this is one i do like and not just for the reasons that i've said before i do like the fact for her to be to show off that powerful i think it just closes a circle that i like because Palpatine was manipulated Anakin so far, his own bloodline basically rejected him. The Force tried to use his own bloodline to rebalance it. The impression I get. And I like that. I do think they still need to have other characters that are just powerful and are nobodies. I think they do need that, too. But it, I did like this one. I could I could see it being a good point. I wish if that had been their intention that they had seeded it a little bit more. Because they do... They just... The first two movies are going back and forth about whether or not that's yeah. true. And it just seems like in the third movie to say to switch the pendulum back another way is just too jarring. So that, I wouldn't that's be it opposed, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be opposed in principle for her being Palpatine because of the reasons you mentioned about closing the circle. But it's it just seems so whiplash. Yeah. like And it is whiplash because they weren't going to do it. Right. No, it, it, felt mean, it felt, it felt meanly directed at Ryan Johnson. It felt like it was like a rebuke of Ryan Johnson to me yeah. is the thing. Yes, yeah, I agree. I, Her being Palpatine, a Palpatine is not a problem for me, actually. It's yeah. that in a yeah. vacuum, it would be fine. It's yeah, it's just because you go through the trouble in the second movie to tell the to tell the audience that she's a nobody. And then you contradict it immediately in the next movie. Where the and the same character told her she's a nobody is now telling her she's a somebody. That's my issue with. Yeah, I would have been okay with Kylo got it wrong and Palpatine corrects her and he tells her the story, but it's Kylo Ren who told her yeah. last movie and now is correcting himself. And that's and, what bothers me. And yeah. they they imply that Luke and Leia knew that immediately, but they were yeah. just hiding it from her. Well, Leia did also say it me. at the beginning. Don't be afraid of who you are in such right. a way that like, who you are is bad. <laughs> but right. Luke. Luke spent movie two asking, who are you? Like, yeah. And it only, it comes across only in last Jedi as he, he can't read her in any way. Yeah. And now it's like, Oh, he, he knew all the time. He could read her from the moment he met her. And that it's contradicts, like, oh. again, it's just really bothers so, me. This whole of let's fuck you. We're not talking about that movie type of thing. It I'll say I didn't, me. I didn't catch that. So Luke and Leia knew 
That's what yeah. he says in this movie. Yeah, he Luke's says that, yeah. Force Ghost oh, actually Luke's says that. Oh, Luke's did. Force Ghost says that. Oh, yeah. Did. Oh. Well, and he says, you're a Palpatine. Dumb. He said, Leia knew it too. That's yeah. terrible. That's really dumb. Yeah. Yeah. We both knew, but we weren't going to tell you. <laughs> and yeah, I think I really liked it the first time because I did hate the second movie so much. But now that I've since rewatched Last Jedi, it's not as bad as I remember. There's I'm trying to encourage people to do <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I'll say I've I've really come around on Last Jedi a lot. I mean, I think I, I still I, have a problem with the whole middle section of the movie being unnecessary. Sure, but Raiders yeah. of the Lost Ark does the same thing, and I love that movie, so I should be able to overlook it. Right, <laughs> I think and, it, that's valid. That's valid. I, I I I liked the Last Jedi when I first saw it, and it was like over time I came to dislike it without having watched it, and then going back and rewatching, I was like, no, I actually do like this, but I have some big problems with it. This one. Man, I was really trying because I didn't want to be negative the whole night. And I it's just like there were some fun pieces in it. There's some really like the the lightsaber fighting is really well done, mostly with one big exception. There's like one tiny little thing that they do that annoys the crap out of me. And that is when (laughs) when Kylo Ren has the lightsaber and he's fighting the Knights of Ren. There's a move he does where he puts the lightsaber over his back along his spine and it's not like a quick like block like Obi-Wan does to, you know, Darth Maul and all that. It's like he puts it back there and then he kind of looks back. He's like, all right, come on, come on, hit it. Go ahead and hit it. And they hit it. And then he's like, all right, cool. And he turns back around. And it's like <laughs> it's a solid like second that he he actually looks over his shoulder and like like he's like telling the stuntman, OK, go hit it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, so first of all, it's it's really dumb. You would there is no circumstance where anyone would ever block anything like that. But especially now with a lightsaber, because when they hit it, it's going to hit him because he's putting it directly like along his back and they hit it, but it doesn't hit him. But also, why would they hit it? Yeah, they could hit anywhere else. <laughs> it's it's just because it's not like he does it as they're swinging. He does it and then they swing at it. It's just so it's such a minor thing to nitpick. But I just watched it. I was like, that is stupid. Well, we should dumb. talk about the Knights of Ren. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. yeah. What are the Knights of Ren? Who are they? So, what Peter, do they have I the think bullets? it was last episode you made a comment where I think Carrie's like, oh, I can't, you know, the Knights of Ren. He's like, yeah, you're, you'll be excited. Wait to, yeah, you'll be disappointed. Yeah, I think I think we mentioned that Knights of Ren came up and Carrie said, oh, I wonder what they did with that in this movie. I'm like, well, <laughs> don't wonder too much <laughs> because yeah. the movie doesn't really know what to, they are either. They were hyped up in the first movie as like the other members of Luke's Academy that he turned against him, I believe. is Right. The, so the Wikipedia, so I says they're that. not that. The Wikipedia says they're just people who work for Ren or, so, or just follow Snoke or something. Is what the Wikipedia is. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's all I thought they were. But they're not the guys in red that were guarding Snoke. Nope. No. That doesn't and, I mean it would make sense for them to be that, but they're not. And they're not force sensitive, which I think they should have been. What? They, they aren't? Right. No. no, they're not. They're not. They're specifically then, called out as not being force sensitive. Why did why did he name himself after them then? That's oh, the here's the here's what I got. The Knights of Ren were an enclave of mass dark side warriors that adhered to the ways of the Ren, a religious philosophy empathized by the lightsaber, a band of marauders from the unknown region. The Knights roamed the galaxy, causing wanton destruction. Imbued with the power of the Force, they were devotees of the dark side, which they referred to as the Shadow. In addition to their inherent abilities, the Knights of Ren were armed for range and close quarter combat. So they so do have force sensitive, but not Sith, like not using force abilities. I guess, but they don't use the force at all in this movie. They just no, and they, they don't all. have light. They don't have lightsabers. They don't use the force. They just beat up Kylo Ren with their blunt weapons that don't kill him. And then he gets a lightsaber. And, and they use them. the biggest, most unwieldy weapons, which, mind you, I right. normally like in video games. But in a movie like this, it looked dumb. Right. 
<laughs> well, especially they use big, unwieldy, non-deadly weapons. So what I what I'm getting is that in Force Awakens they tried to invent something mysterious like the Dark Lord of the Sith, which I never explained in the original trilogy. So they invented the Knights of Ren to be like, oh, this cool thing that Kylo Ren, you know, followed, and then the payoff was was a big nothing. Yeah. Oh, and to make it even better, they followed Crimson Dawn before okay. they joined the First Order. All right. Wasn't Crimson, Crimson Dawn, Dawn just, is a that's the uh, guard. Yeah, no, the, cr- the isn't that the mafia? No, the, cr- that, no, the Crimson uh, Dawn is the mafia. Oh, that, that's oh, the yeah. ones that um, yeah, they were in Solo too. Yeah, right? oh, apparently in yeah. the what I'm reading here, they had something to do with Lady Kira from Solo. Okay, that's all <laughs> ancillary. <laughs> it's in the comics and stuff. It, it, Lady Kira is that the one that was that's uh, Solo's love interest. That, that's that's yeah. the nearest. The nearest. Right? Yeah, yeah, she she is in the yeah. comics. There's stuff with her that expands her character. Oh, well, that's actually good because I like her character and then same. nothing else happened. <laughs> I think they were planning on there being another movie after Solo. Be a trilogy they were, but it solo. people yeah. solo, solo it's the same problem that happened with The Last Jedi. Fans reacted badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. though I think the fans reacted badly to Solo because they were still pissed off about Last Jedi. But yeah, yeah that's yeah, that could be because I, I, I like just, Solo. The Knights of Ren don't do anything in this movie. Like no, you, they get, you, they track down them. They chase after. I think they chase after the group for a little bit, and then they, they right. lose them. And then they try to kill Kylo Ren at the end of this movie and fail terribly. Yeah. They I just want cut to out. like them. Yeah, because I think they look interesting, but they yeah. didn't do it. They didn't even do anything to other people to the show how dangerous they are. They could have even just done that with some civilians or something. Mm-hmm. They just they failed them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's dumb. yeah. Uh, one thing I really like about this movie is Chewie finally got his medal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will say, if, even though I mean that's good, it is. It does seem a little bit like <laughs> let's rectify something fans complained about in another movie. Yes, yeah, it's For, completely, it out, completely of, it's, out of nowhere. It's completely out of nowhere because it's like they're awarding medals to anyone else, yeah. and also it's Maz. Like why? Like why Maz in particular? They, just, they wanted to give Maz something to do in this movie. Speaking like, of older, Ma- Maz apparently has the force. Yeah. Also, that's she cool to know. It. Yeah. I never understood what Maz's point was. I know she was the new Yoda, there but I never one. got her actual point. She was to be there. a character who can move the plot forward by revealing the by revealing the secrets. The wise old person who reveals the secrets. Yeah. Who can like who who can inexplicably have the lightsaber that was lost on Bespin? Yeah. Yeah. And she's thousands of years old. They say. Which yeah, sure is fine. So it's she's fine. way older than Yoda, which again is I think it's JJ Abrams. Like, not, hey, remember not that necessarily thing, older than Jabba. Bigger, right? It's yeah, like Jabba was like two thousand years old. Who's yeah. who was? Jabba. Jabba. Oh, Jabba was. And okay. His father's even older than that. If you go in the legends. Well, so. again, but that's that's not established in the movie at all. I'm saying like from the movies, like that's it was true. like remember Yoda? Yoda was nine hundred something years old. So Maz is thousands of years old. It's like everything just has to be more. It's like. Remember Death Stars? Well, now we've got Star Killer Base. It can blow up entire. It can blow up multiple now you planets. Have that can blow up and now we have Star. And now yeah, we have ten thousand of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, we had a we had a dreadnought in the last movie, and it can you know it can like you know bombard a planet and destroy bases and destroy ships. Oh, well, now we've got Star Destroyers that are just Death Stars, and we've got ten thousand of them at least. I. I was I thought it was so funny when they said, let's just let's use a Star Destroyer to destroy a planet that they know 
And then they destroy the planet that we're introduced to 20 minutes ago. Right. Yeah. No one cares about. It's like, well, we didn't have, we don't have the budget to render a whole other planet. Yeah. So we're going to go up the one we've already rendered. And we're it's too so stupid. We're trying to play it safe. So we can't destroy like, you know, Yavin 4 or Bespid or, you know. Because we may Apple. need those in a future movie. Right. Yeah. We need a movie that no one will ever, ever care about. Let's destroy the rock planet that was really dark and rainy. And then all the characters that we met escaped. Yeah, right. and how are they, like they barely right. were to that planet. They could have at least gone for like the desert one or something. Yeah, or Jakku. Blown up Jakku or something. yeah, like, I mean, Jakku, that would have, no one would have cared about Jakku either, I guess. Enough. But I, <laughs> it I mean, seems like the, a random planet to pick. It would have made sense to blow up the planet that the you know the resistance base is on, but and they have to get away. Yeah, or crate or any of the other ones. You know, something we had something we had any sort of stakes in, even if it was stakes from a different movie. Yeah, and they couldn't. They didn't have the courage to do that, even, or kill Babu Frick or kill Zori Bliss. <laughs> they also came up with the the whole idea that a star destroyer can have that power. Like I know it's yeah. never been established in the movies, but in every other thing, it's been well established. You cannot have a planet killer on a ship that small. Yeah, and I believe it because you see, you would assume you need a big energy reactor or something. Yeah, I mean, well, look at the Death except, star except for you can have a star killer right. in something the size of a fighter. The, yeah, the sun crusher, yes. The sun crusher, oh, the sun right? crusher the, yeah. the sun crusher is like the size of an X-wing, but it can destroy an entire sun. So, speaking but, of, yeah, but so that's Timothy really Zahn. So, speaking of, we need to make it bigger and better. That's yeah. That was a problem in previous Star Wars works as well. Yeah, yeah. true. I Power really don't like fiction. this giant fleet that Palpatine's been building out of nowhere with clones. But there's I one thing like dumber it. than that giant fleet that he's building out of nowhere. An even gianter fleet that Lando finds out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> and when it come when it shows up, it really does like it really looks like somebody just for real opened up a a, a, a an, an STL file or an o, an OBJ file in Blender and then just went Control A, Control C, Control V, Control V, Control V, Control V a bunch of times. That's what it looks like. It's it a does. it is yep. a mess. It's just a mess. It's too I think much. It's, I think many. it's meant to be a mess, though, because it's meant to be civilian craft. But also, but, but, if, well, no, but that it's. Not, I don't mean it's a mess that they're civilian. I mean that it's just it's too much. It just looks yeah. cluttered. Yeah. It doesn't look good. It looks cluttered, and it plays the music. The, the da, 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 da. It actually even this like time rises. brought a tear to my eye when I saw that. Every time it does. Oh, did it? Okay. I, it did. Oh, that's so good. Theater. I'm glad, hits, I'm glad someone right enjoyed it. I'm glad <laughs> someone enjoyed it because it was where I really in the theater went. Oh my god! Seriously. 2019 Mike was crying at the scene. I was so happy. <laughs> 2023 Mike's like, this is dumb. <laughs> I mean, they. I. I think Jody. They chose that John Williams cue just to get that oh, reaction. They did. It's, it's I know they were like people. Reaction. Like 100. People were like. This is what we're going to do. It's going to work. It's going to bring a tear to their eye. We're going to go. The thing is, is if it had been less and if it had looked a little more ragtag, because a ton of those ships were like capital ships, capital ships. Yeah, they were. They were like it was like Monmouth Calamari Star Cruisers and like the big like the big frigates, the big. Yeah, the big frigates, the big like Republic, like medical frigates and stuff. It was recognizable Star Wars ships with a smattering of civilian looking ships in the midst of it. If it had been like all a bunch of ragtag civilian freighters and stuff and have some, you know, have, this should be the first time we've seen Maz since force awakens. First of all, yeah, because yeah. Yeah. her, her little cameo in rise of Skywalker, where she's a hologram, last Jedi, in it, last Jedi. or last Jedi. Yeah. Where she's a little hologram 
in the middle of like a gunfight was dumb. Stupid. It was dumb <laughs> yeah. and didn't need to be there. And then her role in this movie from top to bottom is completely pointless. Have her show up flying like a freighter or something. Yeah, imply, like, yeah, here I am, you know? Imply she's been working hard to get them ships. She's been yeah, yeah. that one's made a lot of more. There sense. you go. Yeah. Man, this really does feel the more we talk about it, and like, yes, I know that we're fans and it's different, but it's like it really does feel like somebody took the first take and they just went, oh, we don't got time. Run with it. Well, yeah. I think though they based on how many rewrites they did, that's probably what ended up running in the end. They probably did a whole bunch of last edits. And like, yeah, we don't have time to actually figure out if any of this makes sense. Yeah. Right. So they had they basically had two years after Last Jedi and they had to release it, you know, by December 2019. So they had a yeah. hard deadline. And there's, and there's and no they way they completely rewrote it in like yeah. a year after they had done the script. Right. right. Yeah. So it, it's, it's a mess. And and overall, I'll say with all the bad things I've said about it tonight, because, yeah, I mm-hmm. have I enjoy it overall because I just think it's a fun movie. Is it good movie? Eh. But it's a fun movie that I enjoy. That's <laughs> but it's for the emotional overtones, not the actual. If I stop and think, there's too many plot holes in this movie. Well, and that's why I think if the, if this was like 90 minutes, then yeah. I could just like kind of kick back. But it's it's like two and a half hours long. Yeah, it's, it's long as hell. It's so long, and it, that that is a big part of it. Is like it, I I do agree. I I was able to enjoy, and I say that it's it's a 142. So yeah, that's almost two and a half. Uh, it is it is um. There are things I really like about it. I like the I like really everything with Ray and Kylo Ren, Ray and Ben. I like a lot. I like their story. I like their arc across the trilogy, honestly, like both of their arcs. And I don't mind her being a Palpatine. I just wish that they had been setting it up the whole time instead of what they did. Or I mean, really, what it comes down to is if they're going to let Ryan Johnson make a Star Wars movie, then they need to just go with it and not. Let, let him make, him make one and then decide, oh, well, we don't like any of that stuff he did. We're just going to pretend it didn't happen. We're going to retcon it because we don't like it. You shouldn't have let him make it make it then should have or let him make a let him make his own movie. That's not in the middle of a trilogy. I, I don't. And I think what it was, was that the J.J. Abrams went to go direct something else is why he didn't do Rise, uh, the last Jedi. I don't think he wanted to. I don't think he wanted no. to come back to this either, but he felt kind of forced. I think uh, and originally, no, I the believe... idea is they were going to have three different directors, wasn't it? Oh. Yes, it was. It was Well, that's yeah. a that's a bad idea too. Yeah, Colin Trevorrow was announced for this one, I believe, around the time of Force Awakens came out because they were like it's going to be three different directors that are big and have big hits. Yeah. Well, you can have three directors cuz like the original Star Wars trilogy had did it have three yeah. directors? Yeah, or two? it did. It did. It's, yeah, three. It had three directors, but you've got to have one creative one. vision behind the whole thing. Yeah, and one. And Kathleen Kennedy writers. is not it. Right. Because the first one was George Lucas and his wife that kept fixing right. to bring him in line. Because <laughs> you know what happens when he goes off on his own. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, but I yeah. do like things about it. I really like, as dumb as the Death Star on, indoor, it, on the indoor moon is, I really like the fight scene on it and how the big waves are coming yep. up and they keep jumping out of the way of the waves and Finn comes to, to help. And she like force pushes him away, which is we, kind of like helps build into that whole thing where she's afraid she's becoming evil. Yeah. You know, I, I like, uh, I like her, I like her vision. Other I like her. Troopers. Oh yeah. Yeah. But overall I, I like it. I like her vision of the, you know, which is again, it's mirroring what happened with Luke on Dagobah, but her vision yeah. with the dark version of her, I like that also. Though I thought it was funny because yeah. at one point it hisses at her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Like a cat. And I'm a, like, okay, that's a little, uh-huh. this little. That was in Last Jedi too, wasn't it? 
No, she just, herself there? she just sees. I think. Oh, she's a scene of herself. No. I think right? she I sees her in down in that pit. I she thought that goes down in the pit. Like was wearing a dark cloak and stuff. Am I misremembering that? No, she she looks into like the 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 wall and she sees a reflection of some sort of figure, but it's completely nebulous and hard to tell who it is. Oh, okay. okay. And, it, and in fact, it would have made sense for it to be her, but it doesn't show that it's her. I guess. And I then assumed. she and then it does the thing where it does. Well, yeah, I assumed also. And then it does the thing where she sees like the lines of herself and she does a little snap thing. And yeah, I remember that. It does all that. But she doesn't ever see like a dark version of herself. No, like not explicitly anyway. But well, I like to hear in, in the fold out, you know, yeah, the, the fold good. out lightsaber is pretty cool. And she yep. used it to trap Ray's saber at one point. She folds it back up to trap it between the blades and stuff. It's a neat idea. I like that stuff. That's a, but that's that's almost it. I do like the idea of landing a boarding party on the outside of a star destroyer. That was kind of cool. That, that was, was cool. kind of cool. It was a little silly, but it was kind of cool with the horses. And <laughs> yeah, stuff. I didn't it mind silly. it. But but I, I actually it. liked the whole idea with the horses because then oh well, they were going to jam the speeders. Yeah, and the the fighters like, would know that speeders, the stormtroopers. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. a neat little thing. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and it was a lot. It was definitely BB-8, another setup line. Though. For some reason, BB-8 rolls into battle with them. By the way, yeah, yeah, that, that was, they're galloping that on the horses, and BB-8 rolls beside beside them. It's like, why? Like, okay, if you, you want to say a Marvel thing, that's yeah, that is it's very definitely much a Marvel, a Marvel thing. thing. Oh, that is, this is yeah. the most well, Marvel. Why, <laughs> why wasn't he with Poe? He's yeah. Poe's, he's Poe's co-pilot. Yeah, but no, this time Poe's got R2D2 in the in the Tie Fighter, yeah. so that R2D2 has or in the X Wing. So R2-D2 has something to do in this movie. Yeah. They sideline Other R2-D2. than reload C-3PO's memory. Right. With <laughs> like, like that, stupid. by the way. Just just like that. Yeah. Which they could have, and that bothered me because they could have had the courage to like retire Anthony Daniels, you know, or and replace him with a new voice or retire him or have him reset anew. But they're like, you know, people are going to get too upset if, you know, his memory got erased for good. So R2 has a backup, you know. Right. I think it's, they did that with Gamora. Yeah. Think, if you think about it, right? They kept... In Guardians of the Galaxy three, Gamora is not with Peter. Yeah, she's she's the the old she's the Gamora that doesn't know him, and that's sad, but it's real because yeah, it James Gunn is the good writer. Actually, I think yeah, they did a nice job with that, yeah. and they oh, could yeah, have done something similar here. Me too. Me too. I like Guardians three a lot, actually. Same. Yeah, they too. just didn't. Yeah, they just didn't have the courage to kill anyone or change anyone's character. They wanted to play it as safe as possible, and that's just. Yeah, I'm trying to think who do they kill in this. Um, other than bad guys, right? Leia. Leia, who was already yeah, dead. Who died. Whose actress was already dead. And right. Kylo Ren, right? There you go. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Who turns to the light. Oh, oh I'm sorry. But... Uh, Wexley dies, but. Who? But yeah, well, oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that guy. The guy, from, the guy from Heroes. No, he's a, he's been in all three of them. Oh, has he? Yeah. Oh, and do you think, was that reused footage for Harrison Ford? Do you think he came back? Oh, he came he back. Came, he came back. Wow. He came back. Yeah. I wonder they, how many zeros were in that check. Yeah, they had to, he did it for Carrie a, Fisher, he said. Right. Yeah. Oh. He said because, he, did, he did it for her. Right, yeah. Because that was clearly, if she was still, if she had not died, that would have been her there. Yeah. Right. I I don't think he ever would have done it without it, but no. there was a relationship there. You know, it was a day of filming. I'm sure they didn't have to convince him too much, and he was happy <laughs> I, to do it. for. They yeah. probably did it in one take. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> he's like, I'm only doing this once. Well, he's not I, doing a second one. I'm not even. I'm not even going to take out my earring. You can get it out with uh, CGI or something. <laughs> don't. Don't. Yeah. Don't. You can erase my 420 T-shirt or whatever. <laughs> right, right. You can put on your own costume you want me to wear. I'm just yeah. showing up. Because I was thinking, like, I'm like, man, he must have not. I know he did not want to come back. 
No, but yeah, no, yeah. he came back because of Carrie Fisher. Yeah, that makes yeah. Sense. which was fine. I mean, that was a touching scene, and yeah, it, it surprised it, me when I saw it. So it did me too. I forgot about it until when I watched it today. I was like, oh shit, I forgot. About I, that. I forgot. I like, but it, but it does make it. sense. Oh. You can clear clearly if she hadn't died, that would have been her right. doing that. Because that's really what yeah. she's doing in the first place. Yeah, she's and using she's, up her energy to be she's there. She's using up her energy to, to to talk to him. And then it's Han. Yeah. Right. And Yeah. I'm Han, who actually says he's only the Kylo's memory of him. Yeah. Because so, so, so I don't think well, it's like, yeah, so I don't think it was Han. I think it was, she like yeah. activated his memory, but she created you, a vision. Do you get to go to space heaven if you don't have the force? I, no. I don't think so. According no. to lore, you only become yeah. one with the force. I no, and so. I mean, and and you only become one of the Force if you're like very powerful and also know how to do it. Yeah, like all those Jedi that died in Order sixty six, we didn't see any of them becoming Force ghosts. No, <laughs> yeah, but they became one with the Force and that just becoming the Force again. And, and Yoda specifically told Obi Wan that like Qui Gon, that Qui -Gon was going to teach him how to do it. Yep. Yeah, and we see that so, in the Obi Wan show too. In the end but, of it, but I guess yeah, Kylo Ren gets to do it anyway. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Kylo Wait, he Ren does at it? least. Yeah, he disappears. He disappears. His he body disappears, disappears. just like that. Yoda's. That it would be. Yep, his body disappears just like Yoda's. They didn't have to burn him up. They should have burned him to also reflect the movie that. Yeah. Well, well you know, he was no, on the uh, Exegol planet. They were the stadium was, was collapsing. So, and and I believe well, I believe the official <laughs> the official line with uh, Darth Vader is that uh, Luke is only burning Vader's like suit and uh, robot parts. And they only burned Qui Gon's body because. He was still learning to do it when he died. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. they have to give excuses for the times they aren't consistent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else we haven't touched on that I, I want to mention? Well, there's that one little part that amused me when Palpatine shoots lightning in the sky and starts hitting ships. And I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> he, just, no, he destroys he an entire fleet. Yes. He destroys an entire, oh. like, he knocks an entire fleet, like hundreds, if not thousands of ships so, out of the sky. Yeah. So it makes it, me think of, in KOTOR, the battle meditation. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole thing. I'm like, okay, so this is what a Sith gets if they get battle meditation. They can destroy a fleet. <laughs> That's fair. And the, the That's fact funny. that Ray kills him, because Ray was supposed to kill him, but I guess if she kills him in hate, she would become him. But in this, she kills he him killed with him, he, he killed himself. He killed himself fully. with his yeah. own force lightning. <laughs> and I was yeah. thinking the same thing that what Carrie said earlier, like, why are there just millions of people just in the stadium with him? Just getting pulp team. Like, where the fuck? Is I, I remember when this cult? first came out, there was like talk online of people like arguing whether they were real or whether they're supposed to be like, yeah, a vision the or whatever. The vision but of they, the they, Sith and But stuff, I'm pretty but sure they are. They are real. It's like a planet of the, Sith, which the the is in the say that universe. People scream as they die. <laughs> yeah. In the yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, Ray murders. I mean, if, well, I don't know, millions of people, I mean, all those people well, die. Let's you say, you know, dying. it looks like, you know, standard Superdome. So let's say 60,000, you know. Yeah. Okay, 60,000. <laughs> still okay. mass murder. Yeah, <laughs> 60,000. It's still a lot. But she didn't do it. Again, he did it to, he did it himself. He did it. But it, it is also, again, it's kind of like that video game ending thing of mm -hmm. you kill the bad guy and he explodes and it takes out everything. Load-bearing boss. Yes, yeah. load-bearing <laughs> boss. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's how it felt. It really does. Yeah. And, um, you know, in this scene, I was also annoyed by the kind of the, we did in the last movie where the villain shows the hero, look at your fleet. It's about to be destroyed. Yeah. You join me and I'll, you can save your friends. And yeah. uh, once they, again, we did that in the other movie. But the other movie never the Jedi, happened. And Return of the Jedi also. And Return right. of the Jedi. I mean, I was fine with Return of the Jedi. I was fine with it in Last Jedi, but you can't do it twice in the same trilogy one after right. another. Like, you have to. 
You get one to trilogy. That's okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think Ryan Johnson like jumped the line because that's supposed to be, you know, it's the third movie. So, yeah. So but I think, did we actually mention plan? the whole thing of why are the ships, why did he announce it before he launched his ships? <laughs> because because if Fortnite. he didn't do that, they would have just won and the movie would have been like, Paul McKean's return. It's a two minute long movie. They just shoot I think, him. They're I, all dead. I, so, I actually, I think that maybe his plan all along was to get her to come there. I agree with that. But okay. it seems he, like he wants her body. I don't know why he doesn't want. Well, I guess he he needs he can only take her body because she's a clone. His DNA is what she's I got. His DNA, so she can't. He can't take Kylo Ren's. Okay, yeah. So I could see. I could. I, I guess. I, I think that part's right, and that's why I think he announced it to the universe at the beginning. But there seemed to be a part there where he's like, "Send out the one ship to blow it up." I'm like, "No, send out all your ships now before she gets here. Yeah. She's yeah, still coming." Well, <laughs> that actually reminds me of one of the other really stupid things about this. Why is it exactly that these ships all need to be remote controlled to be able to get out of the atmosphere? <laughs> We've seen lots yeah. and lots of other ships fly in and out of atmospheres in this movie, even. Yeah. But these ships in particular can only get out of the atmosphere if they're being given navigation from a single source. Beyond even the yeah, all the other ship. ships that came into this to destroy them didn't need it. Right, right, right. It's it's. It's very much we need something to blow up like all the other movies had one thing yeah. to blow up. Right. And they just didn't spend a lot of time thinking about that, what that could be. Yeah. Because yeah, why would the shield generator. control it? Uh, yeah. It's just, it is just another example of where it feels half-baked. Like, and then yeah. and the whole thing is we can't, oh, we can't destroy it from the air because of some contrived reason. We have to do it from the ground because of some other contrived reason. I didn't even hear a contrived reason for that. They just said we can't do it. They never even said why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they flying were to, they're flying toward it. They're yeah, flying like, toward it. Now. Right. Just and drop a couple like, bombs. Yeah. yeah it, and they have a Y bomber. Assault. We see it. Yeah. yeah. The problem is in that scene, the, what, what are the spaceships doing? Like, they're just attacking. Like, what is Poe's objective other than to shoot down other ships? In most movies, like, you have the ground people doing one thing. You have the ships at another target. And then you have, like, the third action. I, I think the hit... Poe and his ships, they were supposed to be giving cover for Finn yeah. and the yeah. landing parties. But, again, but that's just doesn't... not as that's not as interesting as having an objective. Actually, my opinion out to be such a great general, like he finally learned to be a good general. I'm like, but what does he actually do? He tells people shoot. Then he tells people right. to give up because we don't have enough ship. And then, oh, more ships <laughs> are here. Now we can do it. Yeah, he's he's like, I don't think we could do it, guys. We failed. Which is which has, we haven't seen yeah. that in Star Wars before, really. But that's true. At the same time, it's like okay, he's not anybody could have done this. He's he's a good fighter pilot. He is not a good general, even in the yeah. Air. Like Claude, Claude the slug alien could have been the one saying that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> is that the slugs at name? I think it's Claude. I, yeah. I it might be some Star Wars spelling, but I think it is just that's Claude. It's Claude the slug alien. Yeah. <laughs> and how did you feel about their kiss? With Kylo Ren. Claude? Oh. <laughs> oh, it is Claude. Claude got a hug. It is like, Claude. I love it's, you, Ray. It's Claude with a K. There you go. Okay. Claude got a hug. Played by from, Nick uh, Kellington. From Mary, actually. Uh, I was, I'm watching the movie right now, and I, was, I just saw, I forgot about the that Kylo kisses Ray, and I'm just like. Yep. The internet is, wanted it. I know, but, I mean, he tried to kill you. You tried to kill him. You literally stabbed him earlier in this movie. Like, I do think there was a, <laughs> yeah, there's a pent-up thing there but yeah at that point he finally maybe they just had to, to get good. it out 
You know, yeah. they just had to get it out of their system. I, I do but, like that she has Luke's TIE Fighter. I, or not TIE Fighter. Well, yeah. I like how she has Luke's X-Wing. X-Wing, and Kylo but, shows up in a TIE Fighter. I like that. And it's original TIE Fighter. I Or any TIE Fighter. But because right. you and Death Star Ruins, it makes sense, even though it probably shouldn't be working. But fine, whatever. I'll take it. Yeah, I, I, I actually like that also. I really, I like that she takes this TIE Fighter. I would have liked it if she had risen it from the water instead of, like, having Luke do it. And I get that it was there trying to be like, ah, see, I couldn't do this before, but now I can. Right. I got it. That ship X wings are amazingly durable. That thing's <laughs> right, in multiple right. water, and this time left for years. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's the same space. one too, right? It's the same one. It's the same Presume one. Yeah. Sank in Dugabut, in Dugabut. Right. It's Red Five or whatever. Yeah. Red Five. They called it. Yeah. That's same call funny. sign. I mean, um, look, we 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 you know. It's Star Wars technology, I guess. You know, it can yeah, I know. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm with fine it. with it. I just find I thought, it, I thought it was neat when it showed up in in the Last Jedi, and I I really when I saw the Last Jedi and Luke shows up on uh, crate, I thought that he had taken the X wing, and then it turned right. out he didn't. So no, I was fine if it. I, I thought it was oh. neat her flying it there. I forgot it was in Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah. you see it yeah, in one she, spot. She sees it. Oh, I also forgot she even went to the island in this movie, that she goes to Luke's island again. I forgot all about that, too. Yeah, she went to Luke is there just... when she goes to throw away the lightsaber. He's like, yeah, don't do that. And it's like, you just did but that the she, last movie. she went there just to... Just run to, away. Just to give up and run away. Just to run away. Okay, so she's going to go there to be a hermit like Luke. Because just like Luke, she thinks that she's too dangerous to be out in the world. Yeah. yeah. Luke is dangerous because he, like, trained Kylo Ren, and she's dangerous because she could become... Like the Dark Empress oh, and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I like that, actually. I, I think actually that's like a that, good... Yeah. Uh, it's my, a very one of the things that, scene. But... One of the things I like about this movie that gives rise to one of my favorite Star Wars memes is when she's hearing the voices of all the, the various Jedi. And if you put oh, on the... Yeah. Especially put on the uh, the um, the captions. Uh, subtitles. Yeah, the subtitles. And then you can tell who it is who's speaking. And it's yeah, like... Uh, it's like Ayla Sakura's in there. Yeah. And, and, uh, and yeah, Mace Windu. And... Um... and What's his name from Rebels? Oh, right. Kenan Jar... Uh, Kenan Jar... Kenan. Yeah. Yeah, Kenan Jar... Doom, either name it's works. Freddie Prince Jr., yeah. And um, Ahsoka's Ahsoka, in there. Ahsoka. Ashley Eckstein got paid. It's not, yeah, it's Ashley Eckstein. It's not... Uh, yeah. Which... They have the question is, is she Oh, yeah, I'm listening right here. It's... Um, is she alive? Ewan McGregor and Alec Guinness as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yep. Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka Tano. Freddie Prince Jr. is Kanye Jarrus. Olivia Diabo is Luminara Undul. Frank Oz is Yoda. Liam Neeson is Qui-Gon Jinn. Jennifer Hale is Ayla Sakura. Samuel L. Jackson is Mace Windu. And Angelique Perrin is Ada Gallia. I don't know Ada. I don't know Ada Gallia. Yeah, who is Ada Gallia? When she said that, when I, when I was watching today, I'm like, who is that? I don't remember that Jedi I, from anything. I find yeah, it I weird know. all four of us are stumped. I don't know. I do. I, my, my, the meme that I was talking about is that when they, it's, they're doing all that, and then uh, when it gets to Mason Windows, he says, "Kill that motherfucker." <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> that would have been the that would oh that was I love that. Uh, Ad Gallia is um she is a Thalothian. She was a killed member by of the, Savage Opress. In yeah, Clone she's Ward. a member of the oh, Jedi Council. Okay. Killed by Savage Opress. She's she's black and she has these like head tendrils that look like long. She probably isn't dog ears. In many scenes, I just rewatched all of Clone Wars not too long over the course of the last like four months. She must, she must, she's not in there. Oh anymore. no, she is. She's in there more than you think. Now that I'm looking at her, you should send me a link so I can look too. Uh, yeah, yeah, type in, uh, yeah. Great she's radio. she's on the High Council. You see her a bunch of scenes in the High oh, Council. Okay, I just didn't know her name or pay enough attention. <laughs> that's a 
nasty link, but that's a search Google search. Yeah, Google search. For <laughs> no, I was on I'm on Wikipedia. She's also in Clone Wars a bunch. She is. That's where I know her from. Yeah, she's in Clone Wars a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and then she was killed by Savage Opress. Crazy. Yeah. Any anyway. Yeah. Oh, I know her now. She died okay. on Florum. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually surprised they had her come back because she's not a very big character. Like, she shows up a lot, but she's not a big character. Yeah, it's, no. a ra- it's a really random one. Like, of all the ones they could have had, it's kind of, she's kind of random. Yeah, why would you have her? Yeah, because there's lots of Jedis that were on that council that would be more noticeable. It might, could be a diversity decision. That's you it. know, it could just, be. It sounds bad, yeah. but I think they might have been like, well, we probably want yeah. a woman, another woman in here. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, well, they got Ayla Sakura and Soka. And Ahsoka, but yeah, they need, Jedi, yeah, but... need another one, but yeah, yeah, that's kind of funny. And so, so that 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 tells us also that Ahsoka is is dead, and dead yeah. at this point by the tri- by this trilogy, which makes me sad because right, that really, I mean, I don't think that was their plan. I think they were just like, well, I mean, at this point, yeah, she already would have been came back, and so I, I remember hearing at the time they're like, oh, that proves that so you don't have to be dead to be joined with other Jedi. Well, but then that doesn't make sense. No, I mean, to, to, <laughs> to be fair, she would be old as hell. And she because she's she's at least, what, 16 years older than Luke and Leia. Yeah. So, so but it's, we it's don't know the, her. It's theoretically, that she would have died. Right. Right. But but it's, so it, I I think it's it's um it makes sense that she'd be dead by now, even by natural causes that she might be dead by now. Yeah. I have a random question, though, for this. So I'm rewatching part of this movie as we're talking. When she gets that, when Ray in the end of this movie, she just pulls that lightsaber. Essentially, just just all of a sudden, it's just there, right, for no reason. Yep. Okay, not just. Oh, me. oh, you mean Leia's that she had on her? Oh, no, not Leia. Leia, she gets from Luke after that cool scene right. where you see them. But oh, you're her talking about like, the very end, the one that she made. Well, yeah, it was supposed to be like that. Was like kind of the cap on the movie. Is it uh, now she's made her own lightsaber? She's not following yep. in anyone else's footsteps. She's doing her own thing. Yeah, like she's no longer she's no longer using someone else's lightsaber. She's got her own now that she's made. And it's her style. It's her style. I like that. I like that. I I I also thought it it would have been in the movie more. I like the switch on it. It's like a ring switch. Yeah, you just roll it. Yeah, you roll it. It's pretty cool. I actually found it stupid that she buried both the Luke and Leia's lightsabers. Yeah, why? First, until I thought about where are you going to put Leia's? Her planet's gone. I guess so. (laughs) I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I just don't understand why she's getting rid of them in the first. What? Why? What is the purpose behind burying them? Isn't that something they used to do with Jedi ones before, though, in Legends? They used to bury people with their lightsabers. I don't remember exactly. Oh, I, I know that I happened no in that. Obi-Wan because he was hiding his I, lightsaber. But yeah. He hid his, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, th- I thought it might be able to relate, uh, relate to something could, like. Before. It could very well be. And then when I watched this ending, I just thought of Carrie. When that woman, <laughs> that random woman comes up after she, and, who are you? <laughs> it should have been the it's a storm storms coming Annie lady from the Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it should have just been what's your name? I'm Ray. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. or none of it. How about none of that? How about she <laughs> buries the lightsaber and then she like, stands and looks off into the sunsets just like it ends anyway. But then so, we'd have to have a different title. You know, I'm it, fine with her becoming Skywalker. She wants to take an adopted name. Lots of people do that. Take an that's adopted fine. parents rather than that's fine. But the heavy handedness of her calling it out, and then yeah, they right. have the kid do it at the beginning. Just the whole movie just made me this like. And both times I cringe. I'm like, why? Well, it feels like a good sequel to Force Awakens if the Last Jedi never happened. Yeah, yeah, right. And that's definitely. the point of it. And that's what upsets me. 
Yeah. I mean, that, that is really it at the end is that this, that, yeah, you, you can't do this. You can't, you can't make a trilogy with three different creatives or, or two different, whatever. You can't do that. It just, it's not how you do it. You have to have it planned at least enough that it doesn't matter. And obviously this was not planned enough. So yeah. yeah. And, if, and you, oh, go ahead. I was going to say in the original trilogy, you know, George Lucas is always behind the scenes, even if it was Irvin Kirshner and Richard Marquand who directed the other movies. Yeah. Right. Lucas was very much involved in the story. So you oh, don't yeah. have that. I mean, exactly. Yeah. You have still have a creative vision. Right. And I don't know right. why we don't have that here. Like they seem they made it seem like they had a whole idea. And then it turned out eh, they didn't. Well, it was a rigorous time frame. They announced it in they they announced it in 2012 or 2013 and said these movies are coming out in 2015 and 2017 and 2019. And that's going to happen. And so Which that was not the case thought. with the original trilogy. Yeah. No. And you would have right. thought with that that time frame, they would have already had them written or at least started. Right. But <laughs> they, they did. Oh, they didn't? Oh, they had the first one, but apparently not the other. No. Yeah. The, yeah. Force Wagons came first. And then I think they were kind of testing the waters to see how it, it did. And then they kind of did the other ones after that. Right. Because Force Awakens did really well. Yeah. And it was well received. Like people liked it mostly. Yeah. A lot. It was it was a very safe movie, but in a different way. Like Force Awakens was yeah. safe in the sense of the story and like introducing characters. It took a couple risks, too. And I don't think this well, I don't think this one took enough risks. I can say that for the summary we do, but yeah. No, I I, I agree though, right? It it Force Awakens, I mean, I think is definitely the strongest of these three movies. Yeah. Though yeah. though yeah. I, again, I think The Last Jedi is maybe, you know, is is underrated. The Last this Jedi one, had the I was going to say The Last Jedi had the most interesting things to say, even right. if they were negated. It had anything it had anything to say because that's, right. these movies are like that's the thing is like these movies Star Wars in general has become like a commodity. Yeah. Not, not a, and that's, that's really, dis, that's, that is kind of a, a sad thing. Like I love the, I love Star Wars. I love Marvel. I love comic book stuff, but so much of it, it does just feel like, it doesn't feel like art anymore. It feels like just marketing, like, and I can still enjoy it. I can have a lot of fun with it, you know, but it just feels like it, it, it feels, it doesn't, it's not the same. I, I guess, it, it, and I don't know. I, I guess this is, everybody knows this this is beating a dead horse but it's like you know i love I, I i went and saw the marvels and i actually really liked it but it's not like a movie it's not like a it's not a film the way the right. way the irishman is a film or yeah the way the way you know like black swan is a film you know what i mean and i i always thought it was pretentious when when what's his name was it scorsese who said who, yeah. who said that about comic movies and now i'm like no i get it i get what he's saying it doesn't feel like there's a vision. It feels like we have some property that we paid a bunch of money for. Here's something fun with it. And it has to be cookie cutter. They all are. Yeah. There's a particular template you have to use to create them yeah. or people are upset. Yeah. But it, it really just feels like somebody's like, let me see what's the coolest thing I can do with this, this intellectual property that I did not create. Yeah. And that's not the same as like what George Lucas did in 1977. He created George something. He created special effects, basically, if right. you think of it in the way we know them today. He created right. practical effects to create these movies. They don't do anything like that with these new movies. There's nothing new here. Yeah. It's exactly. Yeah, there's nothing. Exactly. Nothing new. That's exactly it. There's nothing new about this. And and, and Last Jedi, though, does try to do something new with it. And that's the reaction what I, was, that's what I appreciate about it. Yeah, and the reaction, the reaction was, was negative. And the reaction yeah. was negative. Exactly. Go ahead, Jody. Go ahead. 
Oh, that that's the point. And I, I get it because my reaction was negative. I didn't like it at first. But since I've taken the time to go back, I've realized my mistake. Do I prefer this one? In some ways, I do. I think this is a better action movie. But Last Jedi is not a bad movie. Not like I thought it was when I first saw it. Yeah, my, just, it was it subverted expectations the way I wasn't expecting. And I didn't mind the subversion. I, I like the subversion of expectations. Last Jedi, I I had problems with the kind of plot holes and and especially the the Holdo maneuver. I got fixated <laughs> on how much I hated that. And it's like I just have to like pretend that isn't in the movie. And if I could do that, then it's a great. And yeah, and and I I will I will say like him going it's a million. It was like why don't we we sh- we should just do the Holdo maneuver on him. <laughs> No, that was a million to one shot. Come on. It's like, what? What is what that are you talking mean? about? Just aim an X-Wing at it. How hard could it be? Right. <laughs> Just strap but, all your ships together and blow up the whole planet. He, <laughs> as much as that line is cringy, he had to say it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because that, no- that's the problem with The Last Jedi, with the Hold'em Maneuver in the first place, is it completely blows apart any stakes in these movies. Oh, you've got a Star Destroyer that can blow things up? I've got a... A, a hyperdrive that can blow things up <laughs> like it's just so it's yeah he had to say it but it was it was still cringy yeah yeah it was stupid but i i agree this movie does have some really fun stuff in it it has some fun scenes i like that the still even if it's silly the they fly now like that's actually pretty fun <laughs> it's fun it's fun um, it's fine it the when he shoots the last one and it goes like off like a cart it's like when like wily coyote gets inflated you know, and then lets out all the air. It's like, you know, flies around like a cartoon balloon, having all the air, air let out of it. Is a, it was a little much. But still, I enjoyed, there's lots of fun scenes in this. Um, Ray running from Kylo Ren's lightsaber and then jumping, back flipping over it and cutting yeah. off one of the stabilizers was pretty cool. That, I love that shot. Yeah, that's like a cool shot. That was in the trailer, I remember. And the, the moment with C-3PO where, he says, you know, uh, goodbye to them all. Like when he tells R2-D2 that he's like his best friend. It's yeah. like, yeah. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. This would be really poignant if he actually dies in some way. <laughs> but I, it does. I, he doesn't. I did laugh, though, when he said, uh, oh, I just thought of another way. Just as Bobo Freak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, did. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I, love I, love, that. I, lo- I actually really like Bobo Freak. And I was I, I was like, I actually got a little bit of a, a kick in the uh Mandalorian season three when they brought those that race those, back that race back that was cool they they built uh Grogu's uh, mech <laughs> I I, I like that too in Mandalorian yeah no I like Babu Frick I thought he was funny I liked the way he said he goes like oh <laughs> <laughs> or he's like he's like and one was like oh <laughs> he speaks <laughs> like English twice he does he speaks English a couple of times and it's just <laughs> for comedic those are effect just best yeah. He's a good little introduction character. I mean, and Dio is fine. I mean, Dio's only there to sell you toys. I actually have a toy of Dio, a plush, not that far. Oh from yeah, I, no, I love Dio. <laughs> when when uh, they go to touch, they go to like um, touch him, and he like backs up and goes, "No, thank you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's with like the the buffalo, the bantha like creature, or whatever. He says, "No, thank you. No, thank you." And yeah, right. it's cute. Then, it's cute. There, it's when cute. Um, when there's something that happened when when somebody died and they're all sad, and he goes, "Sad." <laughs> <laughs> that was see that was good because it was inventive it was different and they it find was. it was one of the few things in the movie where it's like we're gonna have a droid that's a little bit different yeah. and that's good because he's one of the little he's a little cutesy droid and the little cutesy droids never talk so right. we have this one talk yeah the little cutesy droids always beep boop boppy at things <laughs> so i would he's watch gonna, he's just gonna talk 
I would. I hope they make a short film like Pixar, like Dio, <laughs> a ten minute film about Dio's adventures in like I don't know, at in like a cantina or something. I would watch it. I also want to point out he was apparently like the personal droid of like a Sith, like right. Lord yeah. or yeah. whatever that guy was. Uh, a Sith assassin. They should not Sith be assassin. trusting him. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I bet he can read. I bet he could read the dagger. They never asked Dio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they didn't ask. Him. That's because the plot <laughs> hole the is. I bet they could have just asked him where where to go with the first one. They probably didn't need the dagger. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any anything else you want to say before we go to shelf stacker box? I say let's go to it. Okay. And Peter, why don't you go first? So you could put it in the box. Uh, revisit it. It's maybe my least favorite Star Wars movie, or you know, yeah. it continually it continually battles with one of the prequels for the lower spot. But I wish it tried something new. I wish it didn't negate the previous movie so much. And I wish it wasn't too risk adverse because I want I'm at the age where I want my stars movies to say something interesting or try something interesting. And I don't think this one did. It has things that I like about it, but I'm not going to revisit it. You know, I'm going to revisit it fewer times than I will the prequels, I think, at this point. OK. And Jody, I'll shelf it. I watch all of them every year, all nine. Wow. And I do. I still love this movie. Uh it has, yeah, it has a bunch of plot holes. If I don't, if I think about it too much, it's got problems. But if I just watch it for a fun time, I do enjoy this movie. Okay, I'll go next. I'm going to put this in the stack. I, I didn't love it this time. I didn't have tears of joy, but I enjoyed the movie. So I enjoyed watching it. Glad I finally saw it again. I had no memory of it, but it's going in the stack. But you know, I, I had my fun. I laughed. So, And what about you, Carrie? Uh, yeah, it's in the box. It's definitely my least favorite Star Wars movie. I was thinking about it. I don't know that it's actually that much worse than the prequels, if it's even worse than the prequels. But I have a little bit of nostalgia for the prequels because I was like 17, 20, 22 when the prequels came out. And I I loved all three of the prequels when I watched them in the theater. And I can still remember loving them. But there was never any time that I liked this one. So I don't have any kind of nostalgia for it. So ultimately watching it this time, I enjoyed it about five times as much as I enjoyed it the first time. But I still... I don't see myself watching it again for years. So, yeah, put it in the box. Okay, that's fair. But, but I was prepared to say before I watched it, rewatch it, I was like, oh, my answer is going to be put it in the box and then put the, set the box on fire. And now I'm like, no, just <laughs> put it in the box. Put it in the box. No, just put it in the box. You don't have to set it on fire. There's way yeah. worse movies than this, for sure. Yeah. I just watched one a couple days ago, so <laughs> which you'll hear about after you hear this. It was like called The Godfather. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> It involved Batman, so I'll just say that. But okay, no, it was terrible. Right, and oh, I'm cur- I'm so curious the, now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'll tell you after recording. Uh, it's, the, it's the end of an era. It feels weird for us. Like we we did it, guys. We started this process. We did all the fucking Star Wars movies. Everything. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been it's it. been a journey. I've really, really enjoyed, I've really enjoyed it. It's <laughs> made me revisit movies, and I can remember us recording these and me going into each of the prequels thinking, ah, I hate the prequels and then coming out being like, ah, I like that actually. And then same, same thing with the, the first two sequels. I well, force awakens. I always liked, but I thought I was going to go into the last Jedi being like, ah, I don't like this. And then I liked it. So yeah, it's been a great journey. Just, it's been great to revisit them. Cause I normally yeah. just, I rewatch the original trilogy every year, but I don't re- usually revisit the, the newer movies as much. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad we took this trip and I'm so glad that people can hear what, you know, and just the way that our, like our opinions changed and just, yeah, it's been a wonderful trip. So the next trip, I don't know what it will be. I've, I'm not sure what's going to happen next year. I have ideas of different things and 
I know I said in this podcast I was going to do the alien movies and all of them, but that's I don't think that's going to happen. But I, there will be some at least. I'll do some. I, I'd vote for Star Trek. We could just do the Star Trek movies, even. I mean, I'm I'm, because I'm, not, I'm up for that. I'll say Star Wars is my number one pop culture thing, but Star Trek is like a close second or third. So I love Star Trek too. So, but if we got to watch Star Trek the Motion Picture first, so. <laughs> I, I like I like I like Star Trek the Motion Picture. Really, the only one of the original movies I don't like is Five. Undiscovered Country. The one that the one that uh, the one Final that. Final yeah. Frontier. Oh yeah, Final okay. Front. Yeah, the it, one that uh, yeah. William Shatner directed. Is that Spock's brother? It is brother? the worst of them. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's bad. the worst of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Undiscovered Country is pretty damn good, from what I remember. Yeah, that's but, why I was surprised. But I, I always think that's five, but that's six. And yeah. and unpopular opinion, my favorite of the original six, four. Okay. I, I think I, that's four. I don't five, think that's six. too unpopular. Well, I think like, everyone loves four, but everyone is just like super loves Khan. And I'm like, yeah, Khan's cool, but Khan's good, but San Francisco, no. <laughs> Spock and Spock, you know, in San Save Francisco the and stuff. Nuclear Save the vessels. Nuclear vessels. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Vessels. Okay, maybe we'll, we might do that next year. You might hear some Star Trek from us. I don't know yet. If these guys want to do it, it's happening. So I also need Star Trek on this podcast. But now I can. I'm so happy to say that all the Star Wars is done. I mean, I'm going to do more Star Wars. I want to do Vision season two. I want to do Tales of the Jedi. I have other ideas, but uh, we, we got, got Man- all the movies we got done. Mando season four. There's a Mando okay. movie, okay. Pro- probably in Ahsoka season two eventually. God, it has to be the way they ended that. So yes, yeah. I will be pissed if we don't get a season two of Ahsoka. I can just tell you that right now. I will not be happy. So, but that's that's enough of this. Uh, Peter, where can people find you at? I'm on Twitter at PeterBP. If you want to find my books, uh, the first book is called The Fifth Civilization, and it's available on Kindle or physical format on Amazon.com. Check me out there. I want to once again say I love I love your books. Um, I'm currently reading the third one very slowly because I'm not being good about reading every night, but it's very, very good. I'm really enjoying enjoying it. I'm, I don't know where it's going to go still. So Unlike really. The Rise of Skywalker. Right. <laughs> it has some surprises in it. <laughs> so Just thank funny. you. Yeah. And Jody, where will find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Baka Wheel. That's all really I'm on now other than Discord. If you catch me on the Games My Mom Found Discord, I'm around there too. Wait, find your Discord. All right. And Carrie, where can we find you at? Hey, I'm on uh, Twitch and YouTube and other social medias is Caruseta, K-R-O-O-S-E-T-A. You can see me. Uh, I actually today streamed for the first time in a year repairing something in my workshop, which was the original purpose of that. I successfully replaced a uh, a uh, L button, an L, a trigger button on a DS Lite. So I'm finally back in the workshop. But I also just play video games. My son and I have been playing a lot of Apex Legends on there, that kind of stuff. So check me out. And what is your son's YouTube? Oh, yeah, it's uh, NatureP underscore dragon. So NatureP, N-A-T-R-O-P-Y. He does dragon puppet videos. He's uh, more more popular than I am. So check <laughs> him out. If you, if you like dragons and uh, just kind of TikTok-y, meme, meme-y, TikTok-y kind of videos. Hey, people do. But from a, from a kid, a, f- a fresh-faced kid. And you will see, and you will see link to show notes to all the things that were just mentioned. So definitely go check it out and subscribe to all these things just because. Stop, stop. Even if you don't listen to it, just subscribe. <laughs> all right. And if you enjoyed this episode, there are over 550 episodes of this podcast. And you can listen to all our Star Wars content. Just go right on Podbean and type in Star Wars and check out all our hard work that we have done over the last like three years of Star Wars. So check out all that. There's a lot of content. If you want to support the show, we have a Patreon. A little dog, you vote in our Patreon poll. You'll see a link in the show notes for that. Also, I mentioned earlier, join our Discord. You'll see a link in the show notes to that, too. 
I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Hats for you. You can follow her on TikTok. You'll see a link in the show notes to her link tree. She does Twitch now too, so definitely go support her. Also, give a shout out to Bill Tucker, who did the MCU movies with me and been on the, sh- on the show quite often. The gamer looks at 40. Definitely go check him out. His show's on hiatus at the moment if you're hearing this around the time release. But go check out the show. Anyway, we got plenty of episodes. And want to give a shout out to Nomads of Fantasy, another podcast I work with. So check them out. And please follow us on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, I make dumb animal videos, Blue Sky, Threads, Instagram, YouTube, audio only, and we are on all those things, and I think that's everything I need to say, so we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. The Force will be with you always.